welcome to the fourth annual Wabami Awards. It's Winter Park, Florida's biggest night. We're here. We're celebrating the best in 2022 film, television, pop culture. Basically just we film and television. Just, well, I mean, you know, society as a whole. Don't zoom in the camera on my tie at, um, any, at any point during this broadcast. I oh, no. I think let's go ahead and enhance the image there. So it looks Billy, like see what how you did, didn't notice until just now. It looks that's, what, like, that's how I want to keep it. You did like a loop-de-loop and pull for your tie. Yeah. I didn't want to learn how to do it. I, I decided that if I'm going to at some for some occasion, it's not going to be this one. That's a Welcome. damn shame. That's the end of that. Welcome to the show. My name's Ernest. I am fifth anniversary, fifth time winner and nominee of the Wabamies Hunter. You're, I give myself a scoot hog every year. Yep. We can't. No, we're not going to. We can't give Hunter any. I, I give myself one. Best dress. You don't know this. I 3D print an extra scoot hog and I give it to myself in the mirror. I say, like, here's for you for just being such a little cutie pie and for best dressed. So, Hunter, I'm Drew. Hunter, <laughs> you were talking about like getting your mom to 3D print this. Mm-hmm. Could you throw a penis on it and would she be okay with that? Uh, yes, but here's the thing we're all going to have to pitch in to make it like as realistic as possible. I'm thinking that we, um, since unfortunately, Scoot, feel free to reach out. We don't have a picture of Scoot's penis. Um, unfortunately, I right could, now, I could give you. Based on like my knowledge of human anatomy and like physiognomy, I could give a you close, a ninety nine percent accurate. Well, here's what rendering. I was, I was going to say that what if I get my mom? If what if I get pictures of all three of our penises and I photo impose them on each other and we print? I get my mom to print that out on the scoot hog. Okay, as long okay. as right. it's as Jen? close to explicit as the printout that we have here it has to be the same level of like we sure about that yeah see when when i made this last (laughs) year enough for us to eventually get sued by the scoot mcnary estate right right (laughs) when i when i made this last year like all i it's very simple it's a oscar with scoot mcnary's face on it right but then i had to like make the face look golden so that was a whole thing you know photoshop magic (laughs) And then to get the actual hog in there, you just blur out the crotch, right? But then it's like you have to create the illusion there of the size. There has to be something there. You, well, it's about the size of the blur, right? So if you do a small blur, then it's like uh, yeah. you, that no, you defeats give the whole purpose. Ernie, you talking about making the golden scoot is like listening to Lydia Tard describe composing. <laughs> yeah, You do not start without me. You do me. not start without me. <laughs> So this is if you're going to tune into any episode on YouTube, this is the one we're all we're all dressed up. Mm-hmm. The The jackets will not stay on much longer. I am already getting hot. Um, yeah, I'm sweating and I'm just dressed like fucking like durs from workaholics or something. Yeah. In the in the depths of January, <laughs> just yeah. the heat of January. Yeah. Um, I love it here. Drinking. Well, we're drinking some nice cold beers to cool us down. I do have uh, some celebratory Takis hot nuts. Nice. I think I've heard that like you should on podcasts since it's an auditory medium get as crunchy and as like noisy a snack as yeah. possible. To and the one that's recording. most likely to make you pant. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that is not the dog. And like that is just yeah. Drew <laughs> and drool. Can you can you ever tell when a podcast guy is just fucking getting that mic's fucking wet, <laughs> slobbery every yeah. time? Yeah, people just want the dog on the show, but they don't know that what they actually want is just just some eating. Well, we have to save that for the Patreon, the ASMR episodes where you don't actually like you don't cut out the highs or the lows so you can just hear all of like the lip smacking that happens here you're already getting a preview right now so so here here we <laughs> bought a mic we like to so crunchy we like to celebrate the best in film so if you're if you're gonna watch any award show this year uh this is this is the one you know this is the only one that hands out a scoot mcnary uh golden hog as you can see pictured beautifully here um and like i said it's the fourth annual so we've been doing this now for four years um the first year drew originated the categories Mm -hmm. and we've been tweaking them a little bit ever since well mostly you have i'll be the the mc the master of ceremonies tonight um basically we have a big old list of about 35 to 40 awards and every single winner will be mailed a 3D printed Scoot Hog. Yeah. And there are also, we should say, there are like nine or ten uh, under the line awards that we are not going to be broadcasting on today's, <laughs> on today's <laughs> episode. <laughs> well, I, also, Ernie, you're saying that you are the MC, but really this is a hostless Wabamis this year. We we are all honor. the hosts. Yeah, we're all hosts. Yeah, we're uh, none of us are hosts. Yeah. Um, yeah Drew, Drew is like the, the Billy Crystal. I'm like the Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, and you really are the Jimmy Kimmel of this podcast. Just yeah. holding things together. Just and, a steady and, hand. And we all know Jimmy Kimmel like is the one who actually picks the uh, the nominees, right? Listen. He's the one to blame. Yeah. Depending on how this award show goes, I might be like uh, a little a little guy, uh, a little a little little Will Smith in this podcast. Oh, slapping, if, slapping if people. Around, the way, yeah, yeah. You're the wild card. Yeah, I might slap that kombucha right out of your hands, Ernie. My uh, Jared Leto uh, glass onion kombucha. Yeah. I wish they would have sent a... a, a, a an actual uh, hard kombucha. I am realizing now that it is a non-alcoholic hard yeah. kombucha. I well because they can't uh, <laughs> legally. You can't just send people alcohol in the mail in case you're like sending it to like an alcoholic. Like, what if it's just like some that's, critic that's in what? like some critic in like Vermont has <laughs> been sober for like 14 years, and like this is the one thing is he takes a sip of Jared Leto's hard kombucha from Glass Onion and just spirals into darkness. All right, here's here's the taste test. Tastes like kombucha. It's not as like biting. Yeah, pa- pass that. Pass it's that not as board. as biting as you would want it to be. Like kombucha usually has more of like um some type of like kick to some, it. Some this is like minty. It. It's uh, I am getting I am getting the he- mint. Heavy mint. Yeah. Mm. Um, so it's a red planet hard kombucha. No, I like a funky kombucha that has no funk. I don't like it. Yeah, I've, the kombucha that I've gotten to love usually has like it has some type of punch. This doesn't. Yeah, have that. I I do like I like it funky. I like like the funkier the better. Health Aid, um, Pink Lady mm, Apple. Kombucha yes, thank you. That's is, a, is the goat. Good plug. Is that the one with the brown bottle? It's the red brown bottle with the sexy it's, it's apple. Wide, it's fat and cylindrical. Although we should say they actually replaced the sexy apple with Maya Rudolph. Oh, <laughs> the beloved Maya yeah. Rudolph. Yeah. <laughs> well, I th- I, we can all agree with that. That's a great move. Yeah, there you go. I do wish that Netflix would have. Uh, sent me 
a, a Jeremy box? Uh, no a Jeremy Renner hot sauce. Oh my god, why didn't they send the Renner hot? That would be like a be a really rare item to have I these know, days. <laughs> I wonder how the hot sauce uh, companies doing these. It days. probably would have gotten broken in the mail and shattered into thirty thousand pieces. Probably, but, you know, <laughs> that'll be fine. All right, all right. Let's let's get this thing started. Let's get this thing started. Okay, so a couple couple more uh, house uh, house cleaning housekeeping items here. Um, this is all very loose. This is the, we have a list of categories as I mentioned the nominees. I have a list of nominees, but the way this works is any one of you, since I am like the MC role here, any any one of you can nominate a nominee. And if on two, air, and if two of us agree on that nominee, that is the winner of, instead of yours. That is the winner. Right. But if you present nominees and we are split, then Ernie, you have to be the tiebreaker and pick one of our two nominees. Exactly. Exactly. See, fourth annual baby. Yeah. We know how to do this. Yeah, we're, we're going to be now. okay. Um. We're, we're heavy, okay. We're <laughs> I have a wife. Yeah. Um, hey, this marks, I think, one year of the YouTube because I think our first uh, video was the third annual oh, Bammies. Wow. So, another reason to celebrate. All right. Cheers. So, what I'm going to ask is Hunter, I need you to pick a number between one and 37. So we really aren't doing the Oscars uh, formatting here of any well, kind of way, shape, or form. I'll, um, I'll uh, yeah, you're gonna have to move some things around. I'll recalibrate. From like 37, you're like, all right, who won the year? <laughs> like, okay, that's not it. Um, let's go with a nice 12. Okay, so number 12 the on this number in on the spreadsheet. 80 for Brady coming soon is best writing. The nominees for best writing are. And again, this is we're like the Golden Globes here. We like to get sloppy. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this is this is for both TV and film. R. Better Call Saul. Glass Onion. The Banshees of Inishirin. Tar. Andor and Severance. I I hate to tell you, Ernest, but I think that I'm gonna have to eliminate Andor from the beginning because I have not watched it. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's really unfortunate for Andor. They should have campaigned harder. So if we're Tony doing... Gilroy is logging off. Yeah, I'm sorry, Tony. Come back next year. Um, for me, uh, I'm I'm split. If I want to go on the movie side between Todd Field for Tar. Or Ryan Johnson for Glass Onion. I admire both of what they did. Todd Fields for Tar is a lot cleaner. Uh, Ryan Johnson, I just appreciate the ambition of it all. Um, I'm I would go with Todd Field uh, handily over Ryan Johnson because I think this is maybe the third or fourth best movie that Ryan Johnson has written. Mm, good point. That's fair. Yeah. You agree? Yeah, I'm down with Todd Field. Let's give Todd Field a. a Tar Oscar. The Scoot Hog goes to Todd Field for Tar. Congratulations. Yeah. Keep that thing away from Lydia though. All right. You so we're gonna right. we're gonna keep going down. And if we get to a category that needs to be saved for later, I'll earmark it. Okay. The next category is a biggest surprise. So what was the biggest surprise of the year? The nominees are Top Gun Maverick, Ambulance, RRR, The Bear. What an Andor. What was the surprise of Ambulance? <laughs> that it was good? 
I had no doubts. No, you said Top Gun Maverick. I had no doubts. I've been out here for three years saying that this was going to be the greatest movie. The, of the success year when it came of it is surprising. Yeah. The the like, fact that it was as good as it was, I think, is very thing. surprising. Um, the the actual parameters around these awards, there's no definitions. We can just choose oh, yeah. what we want. I'm, like it I said, change, loose. It can fluctuate. I'm loose, baby. Um, I... Did you say Banshees on there? Because Banshees was a huge surprise for me because I was kind of out on Martin McDonough after uh, three. Interesting. Um, but I will say for me, hands down, it's RRR. Everything about that movie is a surprise. One, that it's an incredible movie, that it's great. Two is that this little indie movie became such a massive sensation that there was a best picture campaign for it. I don't think it was indie. Indian. Well, <laughs> indie, <laughs> indie in the way, like, maybe not indie. Indie's the wrong terminology. <laughs> I don't think they like that. Uh, um, it's, it's Hindi. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Hindi. It's in the language. It is, the it is language a Hindi is film. <laughs> um, that's what I, I speech, speech pronunciation things, you know. Um, this little foreign film that nobody thought was going to work in any way at, or nobody knew about. And then it became such a massive sensation. So are you nominating Banshees or not? No, I'm going to say RRR is my pick. What do you think? Um, haven't seen it. I'd say go for it. Okay. It's not what, something any, I was. Any ex- nominee, anything you want to throw out there? The success of Everything Everywhere is, is in terms of like defining oh, the year. Yeah. That, the, the awards run of Everything yeah, Everywhere. The, the, yeah. Well, the, yeah. The commercial smash success and yeah critically like it even after its release and after like the positive reception it was not expected to do this well awards wise unless you're adam friend of the pod i who called his who's, shot yeah, like he's doing a, a victory lap as we speak yeah but uh, that's i mean that's like the most unbelievable thing for me this year but i haven't seen rr so i'm perfectly fine with you going with that what do you think should we give it to rr that says roger mooley you make a good point for everything everywhere, but I wasn't surprised about the movie itself being good. I was so hyped for this. This was on our most anticipated movies of the year before yeah. we knew a single goddamn thing. Yeah, about that's it. the thing is, um, yeah, we all love Swiss Army Men. I would say RRR. Ernie, where are you going? Um, all right. Well, that makes me the tiebreaker. I think that uh, it might be tough, much like the actual Oscars for RRR to win anything else. So I'm just ready to yeah. give it something now in case it We're doesn't do get not to, not to dance. anything <laughs> later. Uh, congratulations, SS Roger Mooley and the cast of RRR on your scoot hog um, for biggest surprise. Next award, the Craftsmanship Award. The nominees are White Noise, The Batman, Babylon, The Banshees of Inishirin, 3,000 Years of Longing, The Northman, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Andor. So this is like, it's, in past years, this award has gone to films by people such as Wes Anderson. Mm -hmm. I think last year we gave it to The French Dispatch. So kind of in that, in that realm. It's a movie that like, there aren't really a lot of like, nits to pick in far, and so far as the craftsmanship of it. For that reason, I would also mention Fableman's. Okay. I think is a very good nominee. And actually I would yeah. I would probably pitch it to Fablements because as much as I love Babylon and we're gonna have it up for other awards down the line here, um 
Fableman's just if you're talking about like everything is just kind of yeah no no notes just you nailed it you did it exactly the way that you wanted to um I would also want to uh, at least give a nomination to Severance um, oh my god that's a great one that's which that's is a really good f- one just like like out of this world craft like all over the place um shot selection set building direction everything beautiful what are we thinking Hunter are we split. Split Fableman's, Fableman's, Fableman's and, or Severance. and Severance. Yeah, I I really like Severance. That's a good one. That's a great, That's a great pick. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. But that is perfect. that is awesome craftsmanship. It, very unique. Very like sci-fi without being too out there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do it. Congratulations, ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Apple TV. Mm. Uh, Adam Scott, collect your scoot hog. Congratulations. Yep. Wow. I feel bad because you know Steven Spielberg wanted it. Yeah. But he was he, he was, was campaigning. campaigning. Yeah. yeah. He, he was, was trying really hard. Um, but hey, you know, uh, I'm sorry, Stevie. Yeah. You just you couldn't do it. You couldn't get there. Okay. Sorry. All right. The next award is the Cultural Relevance Award. This is essentially for what kind of dominated the cultural conversation the most. The nominees are Stranger Things Season 4, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Top Gun Maverick, RRR, Don't Worry Darling, Elvis, Black Adam, (laughs) Avatar, The Way of Water, and Tar. I I think I miss understood what this award was in years past and i thought that it was like what is the most timely what is like the most no. like it's saying something about right now no it's like what dominated um and i'm i'm i'll be the first person to tell you it's not avatar unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll cry with my two billion dollars <laughs> boohoo top gun it has a better shot than avatar people talked a lot more about top gun okay um also, special recognition to White Lotus season two, which mm-hmm. good point made yeah. it quite the late push. Yeah. Uh, really, uh, the discourse was it, it reminded me of Succession, yeah. on, like on in terms of taking over Twitter for it a reached night. Reached that like that thing that HBO, like pretty much only HBO can really do right now. We're just week to week Sunday nights. They are just dominating yeah. your Twitter timelines. Now, if we're being honest, I think the winner has to be Stranger Things. Um, that is something that I heard the TikToks. I, I, yeah. Oh my God. Even if that, if, even if it wasn't purely positive Chrissy, wake up. in the culture. Yeah. I don't like this. Chrissy, wake up. I didn't even know that was from Stranger Things. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It's, it's just a scene that got like auto tuned into a song. Like wow. it's, it's, it's the, the snake eating its own tail of like TikTok meme making. It's insane. What do you it think? It made running up that hill get the proper recognition that it deserves. It, that'll um, be up for another award later for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that cultural, cultural relevance isn't always a necessarily a full positive thing. No. I want to give it to everything everywhere because it's had a, a continuous relevance in our circle. Same with Top Gun Maverick, but I think you're probably right. If we're, if we're being truthful to society as a whole, then it's probably gotta go to stranger things. Okay. Congratulations, Netflix. I mean, this is a dirty scoot hog. I like rubbed it in some mud before I put it in the mail. Congratulations, Finn Wolfhart, uh, Millie Bobby Brown. They are all over 18 right now. Okay, so we can send them 
a naked Scoot McNary. Oh my god! Yeah, we would we would have to chase the mailman <laughs> yeah. down the street. I like, no, <laughs> cannot get shut. I cannot get canceled in 2023 for mailing a child a Scoot hog. <laughs> All right, no, no return address. <laughs> <laughs> I just get it. In yeah. The mail. <laughs> Um, that's how we're sending all these <laughs> from an unmarked PO box. No, no letter, just... <laughs> no explanation. Just smiley face. Yeah, they like call a bomb squad. <laughs> all right, the next award um, is one that makes me smile. That Drew came up with this four years ago because I, you know, I was really on one back then. Yeah, this is this is your this is your legacy. <laughs> Uh, the Denzel Washington Award for a performance oozing with movie star charisma. The nominees are Kehi Kwan in Everything Everywhere All at Once, Tom Cruise in Top Gun Maverick, N.T. Rama Rao Jr. and Ram Charan in RRR, Margot Robbie. Are you giving it to both of them? They in they RRR? come as a duo. Yeah, yeah they okay. come as a <laughs> They're just a duo in everything that we do. Okay. Marco Robbie and Babylon. Oof. Another duo, George Clooney and Julia Roberts in Ticket to Paradise. Oh, fuck. That's a good one. And That's... have you watched it as well? Yeah. Ticket okay. to Paradise is incredible. I never watched it. And so... Marcel the Shell in Marcel the okay. Shell. Oh, it's, it's a star making performance. If we have a best breakthrough category, you might be there. Um, I think that there's only one winner here and it's pretty clear it's it's tom cruise tom cruise is the last living movie star that we have aside from denzel washington so like if he is in a movie and it becomes a two billion dollar movie then like that kind of speaks for itself is is he oozing with charisma though i actually think so i think that in his own weird way it's an action star charisma Okay. Which is different from like Ryan Gosling charisma, but it's still charisma. It's ma- it's magnet this magnetic force that you have whenever you're watching. The it. only competition in my mind is Benoit Blanc. Ooh. Ooh, yes. That is a great pick. It's it's so much charisma that he is going to continue doing this role until they make him stop. Like it, it's <laughs> Is this gonna be the defining Daniel Craig performance? It's actually not James Bond. It's Benoit Blanc. No one gives a fuck about James Bond. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said it. No one cares. Um he rocks. He rules. Everyone loves him. Uh he is a movie star among movie stars. Like in especially in this movie, he is floating above some weighty names you know what i mean um it would be my pick but i cannot go against tom cruise so i'll leave it to you hunter and then you Ernest. um well I'm, if I'm, I'm saying it's tom cruise yeah if you're saying blanc then i have to i have to pick <laughs> if that's your pick then i have to decide between blanc and mav yeah so pick okay all right let me have a think let me have a think i i <laughs> We don't want to just send out scoot hogs willy nilly to whoever just decides to to make a last minute entry. If you send if you send a scoot hog to the Church of Scientology, they might it might not be actually received by Tom Cruise. And that is something to keep in mind. here. One thing I'll say against Tom Cruise is that I do think it took it took a lot of work to get his face right. Like yeah, when they're you, when they're setting up sh- shots, because I mean, if you go back even to like Ghost Protocol, he looks rougher than that. Did Did you hear about like the AI tools that they're using now to like the digital makeup that they're using now? They just like automatically sense. airbrush his face. He was like it's, the first person that like I ever saw deep faked. Like right. he's, he's been getting deep fakes since day one. Yeah. Um. 
but I can't disagree. But so. it's, I mean, he's a movie. At the end of the day, movie okay. star is in the title. Here's here's where I'm at right now. Tom Cruise and Top Gun Maverick are a shoe in for a, at least one or two other awards later that I know they're guaranteed. Like, they're going to get multiple <laughs> awards later. I guarantee Hunter, Hunter is disappointingly I'm, shaking his head. I, this Glass is already onion fucking, this is the Academy making the same mistakes <laughs> over and over again. We're just going to see the Academy do this. And now, why not? Well, the yeah. Bammies are going to do it too. <laughs> Giving it to the let's tiny fucking, little indie let's, role. Yeah, Netflix. let's give it to fucking yeah. Glenn Close, okay, for the wife. All right, let's just do that. Gla- Glass Onion, may, this might be the only one it gets. So, congratulations, I, Daniel. Well, do you know I have a best Let's kombucha go. in a film coming up, and I guess that's not going to. That would be the Jared Leto. It's <laughs> <laughs> not Jared Leto's cult. Congratulations, um, Daniel Craig, Ryan Johnson, Netflix on your scoot hog. I need to take my jacket off. He, yeah, Dude, that that one got him. That one got him fucking mad. I don't care. Daniel Craig is just so so cool. <laughs> and I and. It's true that like that is like Tom Cruise has that sheen on him that's just untouchable, but he in a, in one billion years he couldn't do anything close to Benoit Blanc. Whereas Daniel Craig could do something a little bit fucking similar to he he has. Yeah, I mean he's he's cool a cool guy. Yeah, I love it. I, I love the pick. I don't know, man. Oh. <laughs> Careful, and we're back. Um, I wanted to give a special shout out to Jake Gyllenhaal in Ambulance. Um, yes. I actually have him uh, that, penciled for another category coming he, up. But yeah. Yes. Also because that's a good one. That is a part that Denzel could play. Ooh. I mean, he basically has. Before, and yeah, yeah, exactly. It would be like hell of obviously like that p- taking that role is beneath Denzel, but like. He could have done that. I I should have I should have okay, written that one. Okay, we want to talk about what's beneath Denzel in 2023 is he makes the Equalizer four. Okay? Uh, no, I'm, like, t- I don't I'm know talking about, about no because I don't think that he could do it in 2023. But in like in 99, oh my god, Training Day is the same shit. Yeah, for sure. All right, the next award is the Good for You Bud Award. Um, this is basically for the film that makes you say, "Good for you, Bud." And to, that's the only reaction that you have. Who oh. do you say it to? Um, Anyone involved. Like, really? so I believe last year, uh, Zach uh, Snyder won this award for the Snyder Cut. <laughs> for getting a win. For Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> um, the nominees are The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson for Black Adam. Alex Garland for Men. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper Rafe for Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Mm, what happened there? I didn't see it. He got to be all kissy-kissy with Dakota Johnson. Yeah, he made a movie so that he could make out with Dakota Johnson. <laughs> yeah, but how was it? I mean, Cooper Rafe was... It was fine. Oh, that's Bummer. sad. Olivia Wilde for Don't Worry Darling. I I, I, I wouldn't say that. Bad good. for you, Yeah, girl. I wouldn't say Do you, you get that out of your system, girl? <laughs> good for you, bud. And Noah Baumbach for White Noise. Hey, don't disparage our guy hey, like that. Good for you. No, I honestly think it is sort of a good for you. That move. We didn't talk about it on our movie pod. Did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, good for him. You good Don? <laughs> yeah. Big Don DeLillo head. <laughs> That's the review. <laughs> it's a big good for you. It, he just. The problem with that movie is that it needs to keep the tone that it has in the third act for the entire movie. That's my take. Where people think it goes off the rails, I'm like, do that the entire time. Right. Um, make this a farce. Um, 
Can you run through those nominees one more time? The Rock for Black Adam, Alex Garland for Men, Cooper Rafe for Cha-Cha Real Smooth, Olivia Wilde for Don't Worry Darling, and Noah Baumbach for White Noise. See, the problem is most of these, like, it's not a good for you. Like, Alex Garland for Men, I want to, like... I, I want to, it's like he like shit on the ground. I like stick his nose in and be like, no, 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 no. no. It's better. like, it's like a, it's like, are, are you, are you okay, buddy? Oh, oh you got oh, it out you of your system. It. Oh, good oh. for you. Yeah, I think, oh. I think it has to be white noise because he got a, a truck of money to adapt his favorite book. And a weird ass book and into a weird an ass unadaptable movie. book. Yeah. And he, <laughs> by he, all means. he proved that it is close to unadaptable because he's really good at making movies and guess what he did the same thing pta did with inherent vice he he committed too hard to the book when he uh, what he actually was supposed to be doing is making a fucking movie right right, right. in which case unfortunately you do have to take liberties uh even if your source material is a bible for you <laughs> you know what i mean yeah you gotta change things so kind of similar in that vein, different in a lot of ways. But um, another nominee that you can throw up here is uh, Sam Raimi for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, good for you, bud. Good for you. And now he's back to like, he's like, you know what? I think I like directing again. It's like, ah, oh, you know what? Good for you. Yeah. I'm glad you like had to do this like really like mediocre fucking piece of garbage to actually get yourself back into the habit of making movies again. So good for you. Is that your pick? Um, I actually want to say that it's it's Black Adam. I want to say that it's The Rock. <laughs> he worked on that for like a decade and a half. I actually, I think that that's actually the right pick because also at the end of the day, he still made a shit ton of money for it. And what's worse is that the Black I don't know Adam about a shit feature, ton. He made money, barely. He That movie was a hit. No, it was not. Well, it made Remember, money. He had to like um, cook the books to like try to prove that it broke even. <laughs> well, you know, I, it made. I think the thing is that how producing, how much he was actually producing. I'm sure that he still got a fat paycheck from it. Um, and oh, he got paid, but the future it didn't make of money. Black Adam is kind of up in the air. Oh, it's, there is no future. It's, he, it's just good for you, bud. That's okay. the only future. <laughs> Ernie, pick, pick one of these. All right. So it's either The Rock or Noah Baumbach. <sighs> I mean, look, Dwayne, I love you. Yeah. It's I love be, you. It's gotta, yeah, I, I know love. you would display the Scoot Hog uh, prominently. Ernie, what if I told you that it's about power, it's about drive? Uh, wasn't, but, in, wasn't in the movie, unfortunately. Mm, Should have been. Only. But I think I got to go Noah Baumbach. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a great nominee. He he yeah, this this is like a, a dream project that no indie director ever gets the chance to do. And every indie director would love to adapt their favorite novel. You know why it's a good for you, bud, is because the end credits of this movie costs more to make than most Noah Bomb Pack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that whole set, that yeah. whole like grocery store set, all the colors. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Congratulations, Noah Bombback. The movie's fun. It just doesn't uh feel enough like a movie. Congratulations, Adam Driver, Greta Gerwig, Don Cheadle. Mm -hmm. Good for you, bud. Hey, Cheadle, slay. Yeah. He, he mm -hmm. rocks. Cheadle, yeah. Cheadle pops up. You're like, yep. I want Cheadle in everything. Yep. Yeah. He's playing the same guy he plays in fucking Boogie Nights. Yeah. Just like a weird side character who's, 70s who's guy, like just... obsessed with one thing <laughs> that is has nothing to do with the rest of the plot. <laughs> That's the exact same guy. He just loves Elvis, man. I wonder how <laughs> he feels about Austin Butler's performance. He wants... Mama. Mama. Um, Mama. 
All right. The next award is the Handyman Award for the movie mm. that could improve the most by fixing one thing. The nominees are Ambulance for everything not in the ambulance. <laughs> Just take it out. I thought you were going to say more drones. That's the, it was every time that it wasn't a drone shot. I lost interest. Every time you cut to a character that was not in the ambulance. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. 3000 years of longing for the last 10 to 15 minutes. Do you Just think that that fixes it? Clean, clean that up. You have, you stick the landing movie feels better. Bodies, 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 more Lee pace. <laughs> that's it. Oh man. That's a good one. More yeah. Lee pace and bodies, bodies, bodies and black Panther Wakanda forever. Take out Mart- Martin Freeman and Julia Louis Dreyfus. Uh, that movie had more problems than just that. I know, um, but but it's I, not it's not what makes the movie perfect. I have it's about nom- what improves it. I have a nominee. If we're just talking about what puts a movie over the level to becoming great, Bones and all, more Mark Rylance. Make Mark Rylance like the actual second lead of that movie. I was trying to figure something out with that movie too. I think. It it needs to not be so like YA feeling. Yes. And I think I like the idea in theory of making like a dark romance, but I almost I want Mark Rylance in the movie to have like um like in the film Oliver, like I want the first half of that movie to just be full of Mark Rylance. I mm-hmm. want like Mark Rylance to like mold um uh, what's the I can't remember the character's name, but mold her into being like the cannibal instead of it just being this one little segment. Also, more Mark Rylance in your movie always makes things better. So <laughs> it depends on the movie. I have two that I think are really solid nominees. I don't think that either of you are going to be able to back me up on either of these. Number one is the good nurse. <laughs> okay. What's what and would make does the no, no, no come earlier in the movie? I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. There has to be another nurse. <laughs> well, be just good one. nurse and bad nurse. Just one. The movie has good nurse, and then there's another nurse, and <laughs> and and then there's the mystery of hey, someone is a murderer, <laughs> and you're like, well, I know it's not the good nurse. <laughs> there has to be a third nurse. There is no other option. The entire movie is ruined. Oh my God, a second nurse. A nurse just at a second tower. <laughs> the movie acts as if there's some sort of mystery and you're like, no, I only know two people. Like, it's not the one, it's the other. Like, what's the mystery? It's It ruins the movie. The movie could be good. It ruins it. It destroys every tension scene. Uh, my second is Weird, the Al Yankovic story. It should have come out in 2007 before no. Walk Hard. <laughs> well... <laughs> Okay, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> that's Wait, so funny. Do we think I don't know how far into Weird Al's career the film Weird goes because I have not seen it. Um does it extend past the year 2007 of Weird Al's life? Not really. It, no. No. Okay. It, no. it mostly could, exists outside cut. of time. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um no, yeah, so you absolutely could it could have dropped back then. Okay. Um, he hadn't had his like fourth revival mm. via, you know, if it had come out, had right, white and nerdy come out yet. Yeah. It came out like in 2007. So oh, okay. that'd be tough. Right. Yeah. So well, what's he your, could have, that could have been an original song then. What's your pick? Oscar buzz. My answer is easily the good nurse because that it's so simple and I can't believe that they fucked it up because it's so stupid. 
I am curious. Do you think if they would have made that change and there have been more tension, just because right now it just feels like that maybe is a bowl of nothing, and that's why it's just going to fade away into nothingness. If they make this change, they make it more of a true mystery. Do you think that its future is something like the menu where it becomes like a streaming darling and people are like, oh my God, you have to check out this thing. Like it becomes more of an internet sensation or does it become an Oscar movie? Because they definitely made it trying to be an Oscar it movie. It becomes an Oscar movie. It's not It's not entertaining like the menu. Oh, okay. It's not punchy at all. It's, it's very like slow burn. Uh, but those movies work when the tension works and the tension is just an absolute failure because you're like, oh, he's a murderer. Oh, he's a murderer. Oh, he's a murderer. Oh, and the, yep. And, the, oh, there, and, and there you have it. But he says, I can't. It's so it's so funny. It's so it's such a funny way to fuck up a movie. But you guys haven't seen it. So what what else are we thinking, Hunter? Um, mine is Mark Rylance and Bones. Now I think that I think there's like another script rewrite to that movie in which I think it's top ten on all of our lists. Yeah, totally, man. Like and that, I just the think movie it, has plenty of great. The in it. first act of that movie fucking rules. It's so good, and then. It's the first movie I've ever felt this way, I feel like, where I'm just like, Timmy came in, as soon as Timmy came in, the movie started to kind of precipitously decline a little bit. It's still a good movie. It's in my top 20 movies of the year, but I think it could have been a lot higher. Speaking of, if we're if we're giving out the Putters and Murmurs Award, he's he's walking away with it, <laughs> Timmy. Yeah, it's yeah. a landslide. His with, Putters with and blood, Murmurs are so good. With blood dripping down his chin. Yeah. Also, since we... I don't know if we've talked about it all on pod, I want to say very quickly about that movie. She... She kills Timmy. Oh, Mark yeah. Rylance is not real, and she kills Timmy. Whoa, that's a crazy. You present theory. this theory to me, and I had not seen that online. That's a good. Theory. I haven't, and it's so obvious when you rewatch. Uh, it was it was GF of the Pod Rin who realized it because really early in the movie she was like, "He's not real." Oh my god! And then watching the end, it's like, yeah, like he died. Like she kills Rylance while he's directly over Timmy and accidentally kills Timmy in the process. Mm. I, it's 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 too easy. It's so obvious. Yeah, I'd have to see if like any other characters interact Al- with him. Almost none. The only time is at the very end. Timmy uh, recognizes that he has seen him, and that's it. Yeah, I genuinely don't think he's real. Mm. That's a good one. Well, Sully, I guess someone does want to be your friend. You don't want to give it to the good nurse, a film that you have not seen, and that friend is. The Scoot Hog. Congratulations. Yeah. Mark Rylance, you might not be real, but the Scoot Hog sure is. Congratulations. Shout out uh, again. Luca Guadagnino. The good nurse is just in shambles. <laughs> he can't. He can't. This is he its can't. one chance to get an <laughs> award. Can't. No, there's, there will be another chance. Unfortunately, <laughs> by the time we get to that award, I don't know if you guys will have seen the movie because <laughs> it'll be. We can pause it. We can pause it right <laughs> now. You, take you, a little break. Go watch we, Good Nurse and come back. We are going to try to make the I can't meme happen. I yes. did start tweeting at the Academy okay. with that video. Yeah, there's been a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Redmayne, your best, your best actor nominee. All right, Bones and All gets the Handyman Award. Congratulations! The next award is okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip this one because this is a big one. Okay, okay, the next award is the I hope it doesn't tank award for the TV show with a first season that's so good. That you hope it doesn't tank in the second season. Severance. Yeah, that's... Yeah. What are your nominees? The nominees are Severance, The Rehearsal, The Bear, The After Party, and Andor. I think it's got to be Severance. I... Most... Like... 
the rehearsal, I mean, there's a lot of those that I'm just like, oh, I could not have the same magic as the first one. There's a way that severance, I don't think it's going to happen, but there is a, a like door number four, five, six, where this just becomes Westworld all over again. It's in the cards. I don't think yeah. that's going to happen. I have a lot more confidence in fucking Ben Stiller right. than I do in Jonathan Nolan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, whenever you're dealing with sci-fi, it's kind of more high risk high reward mm-hmm. yeah it's it's just the show where things are the most subject to like radical change in season two so the the variance is very high yeah. and just the mystery nature of it and as as they start revealing you know answering more questions or not like you know that's it can be tough right. so congratulations I, unfortunately the i'm sad that it did tank award does go to babylon um oh so. <laughs> sorry congratulations ben stiller on your second scoot hog of the night Damn, look at that wow big winner Big uh, don't, don't fuck it up. <laughs> the next award is the Jaleel White Award for the scene stealing side character in a comedy. I got very, very, um, let's say, generous with the nominees here. <laughs> comedy is a, um, a word in flux with these nominees. OK, yeah. So just just bear with me. OK, the nominees are Toby Maguire in Babylon. John Bernthal in The Bear and We Own This City. <laughs> side character. <laughs> is he a side character? In <laughs> well, the, the main character is crime. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's category fraud. And I will take that into account yeah. when doing my voting. Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans. Oh. Colin Farrell in The Batman. <laughs> Tim Robinson as Ugly Sonic in <laughs> Chippendale Rescue Rangers. That's a great one. That's a really good one. And A-Train in the Slave Trade video game in The Boys. Um, I have a <laughs> couple. I have a couple nominees here. The two bartenders in Banshees of Inishirin, okay. Um that are just sit here just like, why? What happened to him? Did you are you are you fighting? Um those guys are great. Um, it's funny you said that you landed on Toby because I had two other ideas from um, Babylon as well. And I would say PJ Byrne, our fucking guy, comedy king, who plays the assistant director oh, uh, in Babylon. God, yeah. So fucking funny. Like, had me like keeled over at multiple points. And another comedy legend who we love, Rory Scoville, who plays the Count. Mm-hmm. King, not, um, not count the count, the count. Um, I would say PJ Byrne uh, is my the funniest. I laughed at a side character in a comedy or a movie with comedic elements this year is that. And Drew, I know you have not seen that movie, so you can put up a different nominee than that. I'd love to. A train in the boys. Come on. That was funny. Um, the slave trade video game. That was yeah, hilarious. That was, <laughs> it was. Yeah, it's a good bet. Um, I want to give a shout out to Poopies and Jackass Forever. Oh, Poopies is a good one. Who That's is a great one? He he's the new cast member that I genuinely think could go toe to toe with any old cast mm-hmm. member. He's the only one. Um, he's he's a revelation. Um, so side character is an interesting. I guess we're throwing the the word comedy to the side with some of your yeah. It's just uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what? <laughs> it's 
is Wayne Jenkins a side character in comedy because it's only comedic sometimes? Is that what that? What? How did you qualify that in there? Um, I do. I genuinely will vote for Judd Hirsch because he got an Oscar nomination out of one scene. Yeah, straight did. up, and it is a funny scene. He is funny, and Fablemans is a funny movie, and yeah. he's and he he is a needed change of pace in that movie. He serves a purpose. You know what I mean? He has yeah. a fu- he has a he's function. a breath of life, like right when the movie needs it. And and it is scene stealing. Yeah, yeah it, it is movie. It stealing. is the only. Yeah, it's the only true. Yeah. Side character. Like, yeah. Like, what is it? Five minutes, maybe? Yeah. If that. Yeah. And he just like cleans up. He's so funny. Yeah. He's so good. Um, where he start he starts like tearing up his shirt while crying. And he's like, and the, you know, little Steven's like, what are you doing? Yeah. He's like, you haven't ever agreed before. Come on, sleep on the ground. And he just like gets on the ground. Very funny. I I love the PJ Byrne pick, but I think I laughed in that scene less so because of him and more so just because of the way that that scene is like cut together. Like the the funny bits. He is hilarious, but I think what makes that scene shine is like how it's constructed. So that's why. you're Yeah. I guess in that reason, I do understand the Toby Maguire pick because exactly. Toby, it's all Toby, baby. <sighs> just his face, the way he looks, it's just. I'm like, gonna, I'm gonna pivot my idea to Toby Maguire in Babylon. I want to pivot my my choice from PJ Byrne to Toby, and I'm allowed to do that because it's the same movie. Well, I'm still gonna stick with Judd Hirsch oh. in the Fablements. <laughs> well, I'd never forget uh, in the first scene where we meet PJ Byrne um, when. <laughs> Um, I can't remember the director's name. She's just like, cut, extra number three, you have a boner. And PJ Burns like, all right, just go ahead and tuck it up. Tuck it up. <laughs> so good. That's cool. It's so man. Shout out to PJ Burns. Shout out to Ray Scoville. Shout out uh, to Man, that's man, tough. This was your only chance to give Toby uh Wabami. Possibly ever. Yeah, maybe ever. <laughs> yeah. This might be the only chance. I don't know. Don't let him. Don't let him find out. He'll come I don't here. know. Uh, Doctor Strange here. came out this year. <laughs> hey, Secret Wars is coming. So congratulations, Judd Hirsch, Steven Spielberg on your Wabami, on your Scoot Hog. The next category is the Leap of Faith Award for the movie moment that asks the most from its audience. The nominees are the cut to Justin Long and Barbarian. This is my best. I had this. On my list. This is my best award I, I've ever come up with. It's amazing. The entire ending sequence of Babylon. Um, the ending of Men, <laughs> and the central romance in Cha Cha Real Smooth. <laughs> that our guy just really wrote. He wrote an entire movie so he can make make out with Dakota Johnson. She's just like, really? This is the guy who won. Best young director. Okay. Um, just one other quick nominee. Uh, it's not going to win. It's not my pick because uh, it's not what the movie's about. But in Top Gun Maverick, are we sure that's the only way that they can do that, miss- that mission? The only way that they can do that mission yes. is to fly really six, <laughs> to fly eight planes uh, or four planes, all like in this <laughs> way in which you have to nosedive down, drop a bomb, and then skirt all the way back up. And boy, they can't just like drone strike it from space. Yeah. Like, I, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I have, I have one from Top Gun Maverick as well. <laughs> um, the idea that 
Tom Cruise has just been doing that for like 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> like he hasn't really been doing in the airplane hangar. Yeah. He hasn't been like, you know, frontline missions. He's just sort of been in the background, just like vibing yeah. for 30 years. It's that is see the, the most, is- the most type a, a, like aggressively heroic man yeah, of all just, time. Always a, ca- always a captain, never a lieutenant. Has just been, has just been, you know, he's been shifted into, into second gear, just coasting. I, I don't believe it. I don't buy it, but also that's the movie is not once asking you to investigate the plot. And for that reason, I think it has to go to just the hard cut to Justin Long driving down Pacific Coast Highway. That is a leap of faith. Um, That's a moment that a lot of people that I've read online, people were just kind of out at that point because they're like, I don't know what's happening for the next 20 minutes (laughs) of the movie. And at that point, I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. I'm all in. I have one more that I think is a serious contender is the menu. The fact they're not trying hard enough to leave. Yeah. They're not trying hard at all. To I leave. have not seen the menu yet. They're so not. I cannot speak to this. It, 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 it really kind of drove me crazy watching it like that or not even to leave, but to do anything. Yeah. They're not, they're <laughs> just, they're, they're perfectly willing to just uh, die in some like Dante's Inferno esque way. They're like, yeah, for sure. Let's just do it. Yeah. We're not even going to attempt to at least take control of this situation in any way. That to me was just an example of lazy writing. Um, I was just expecting you to be like, yeah, just, you know, it's fine. If we're... if we're doing a lazy writing nominee, then I would just throw out um, Brendan Fraser's daughter in the whale. The leap of faith is just that she's just like the worst human being that you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. She just is like her strange fat father. And she's like, God, you're such a fat piece of shit. I'm going to take a bunch of pictures of you and like post them on Facebook. Oh, yeah. I also like bully girls until they're like depressed. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're just the worst human being. Uh, but that, I'm not giving that them that movie anything. Is... Uh, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Uh, hey, Darren, let me know. Um what Walmart you start managing whenever you take over. Maybe you'll oh. get like a regional manager position and I'll uh, be sure to come by. I thought you were going to say to, you're not going to ask him to take a leap of faith off a cliff. <laughs> I would never promote suicide. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll go along with Justin Long because that's it's, not, yeah, it's not their traditional uh, leap of faith award. Like I intended for the award to mean like, a a real gap in logic yeah. th- that they expect you to go along with, but this is like like hard cut of a century. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's one it of is. the greatest hard cuts I've yeah, ever. Yeah, it's in a my different life. type of leap of faith, and I think it it applies absolutely. Again, I like these it. definitions they can fluctuate. Uh huh. Year to year, award to award. I don't want to understate how big a leap of faith the entirety of everything everywhere is in oh, terms yeah. in terms of like the fact the, the full 100%. pitch the of fact that, that yeah. it, it keeps a, a very you know large and diverse audience invested in an absurd plot is very it's super impressive the fact that the olds are liking this is insane that's kind of a credit Wild. to how good of a script it is that it dumps things down and not enough but doesn't stupefies yeah. them one one leap of faith for me was uh, in Nope when they bring in the weird film editor. Mm. Um, I was like, wh- I, I was. It was a leap to. <sighs> it was a leap like to a guy who talks like this. He he <sighs> speaks in metaphor. You know, he speaks in such like perfectly vague language. Um, I was like, what? Why is he here? Like, convince me. And then he then Jordan Peele does, of course. So mm. it's fine. But yeah, I like Barbarian. Congratulations, Justin Long. Congratulations, Dirty Titty. Uh, on your scoot hog. Mm. May it sit well right in that creepy basement. Yeah. Just, you think just that put you it on a shelf. The scoot, the scoot hog like one of her babies. 
I hope so. I hope so, too. All right. This next award I'm going to skip and come back to later. And the next award go or the next category is the M. Night. The M. Night Shyamalan Bimbo Award for the movie that looks great, but is pretty dumb. The nominees are Don't Worry Darling, Men, Elvis, Blonde, and Bardo. Um, one, Bardo looks like shit. That movie <laughs> looks bad. Two, does Blonde look good? Yeah. It's like it's shot with cameras She's and hot. everything. And, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say. What about. There's there's a couple that you. Big ones that aren't on there. Well, Sam. One, Elvis. I did say Elvis. Oh, you did say Elvis. Um, Jesus Christ. Ambulance. Don't you fucking call ambulance dumb <laughs> on this fucking ambulance. podcast. It, it looks good, though. It. I guess <laughs> it looks, <laughs> it looks, it, it definitely looks like something. Um, men is a good one because that movie thinks that it's so self-important. Yeah, it's well shot. It, it does look pretty. Honestly, just watch the trailer and don't ever watch the movie is my pitch for people who want to watch men. Drew, where are you leaning in here? Another nominee that I don't want to win is Bullet Train because they, you know, they really try to give it this sheen. That's that's a solid, this, yeah. this cartoonish sheen. That's a, that's a good pick. I like that. I think we could we could rename this award for Boz Lerman. Yeah. I <laughs> oh, this is the one that we do rename after the winner because old won last year. I like it's this is the this Bos is the Lerman. it is the Boz Lerman. Award this is now this the now, Boz Lerman. Bimbo it's got to be Elvis. Has like, he ever made a smart movie? But his movies look great. Yeah. They the like excess that he goes for and everything, like it's always talk about the sheen, man. The but all of his movies are fucking stupid. Um congratulations, Boz Lerman. Congratulations. You have a scoot named after you now, Boz. Congratulations, Mama. 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 Mama Hog. Austin Butler. I want to thank you so much for the scoot hog. <laughs> mama. Congratulations, oh, mama. Tom Hanks. Uh on your scoot hog. Ernie, do you want to do a Tom Hanks uh, voice impression? He's why. <laughs> no, he does like a, he's why? He's why? Drew, you have to do uh, our boy uh, doing, but you don't get it. He's wide. <laughs> but he's like European? I don't know. Who knows? But he's a cowboy. I know. That whole movie is filled with choices. There's a whole thing about how like they don't know where he's from. And I, I'm an Elvis defender. I Sure. Think it's a fun movie if you have had approximately eight white claws and you have no power at your house because you're in the middle of a hurricane. I'll keep that in mind. Congratulations, yeah. next Elvis! Time that happens on your scoot hog. Uh, the next award is the Michael Mann Award for Outstanding Achievement in Dad Cinema. The nominees are Top Gun Maverick. It's going to be tough to unsee <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, that's a great one though. And Ambulance. Um, I'm going to vote right now that we rename this the Tom Cruise achievement in dad cinema, because I w Top Gun Maverick is a runaway winner with this. I the, think this the gets dads. The dads went berserk. I think this gets like 98% of the vote. Like we are doing a straw <laughs> poll of this. You know what? I had multiple dads in my life just go yeah. like, you know, it was a good film. Top Gun. It's Maverick. also a movie like about dads. Yeah, it's like because I really we could just give this every year to like Yellowstone or to like um, uh, a man called Otto. 
Right, uh, right. Something like that that dads actually watch. Well, that's but the, we that's don't borderline even... like the grandma, the achievement in like grandma cinema. But, well, I guess <laughs> that's more a man called other. But like Yellowstone, if we're being truthful, is like generally that would just yeah. be the winner every year for like dad core things. Um, those dads went to the theaters to go see Top Gun Maverick. And stood up and cheered yeah. when it ended with tears streaming down their face. It has to go. I, I became a dad watching this movie. Yeah. Like I just fully gave birth. I was like, this is, I, I am now a father. Gaia, but, pregnant. Gaia, she was just like, I could see her going to Paramount Plus as I was leaving the house today. I know that she oh was firing up. I know she was firing up Tom without me. We do have to give serious credit to All Quiet on the Western Front though. That's a good one. Because well, advantage number one, it is on Netflix. That is where a lot of dads hang out. Yeah. I um, saw it with my dad and we liked it. We that's where they it. catch movies. Number two, it, it, is, it is about one of the world wars. Mm-hmm. Yes. Huge. Dads love world wars. They, they like war. learning about them. They like watching shit about them. They like, t- they like being like, man, that, that shit was fucked up. But you know what dads love doing even more is in a movie when they describe, they describe the plan of the mission. They describe like, hey, okay, so you're gonna have to do this, you're gonna have to do this trick, and then you're gonna have to like fly and you're gonna have to invert the plane. The dads are like, step aside, guys. Let me explain why you have to invert the plane here. And they regurgitate the same information that was just told to you. <laughs> That's a dad classic staple. Uh, it's just like mansplaining, dad splaining things that yeah. are just, just were explained to you by or, a different source. Yeah, or just sort of acting like they like can can contribute to the comedy. Yeah. You'd be like, like, Dad, you don't know planes. Yeah, like a, a, like you a don't dad know would, what you're talking would about. watch that and be like, man, man that's going to be tough. It's like, <laughs> you don't, I don't, you don't know. That could be easy. <laughs> only Tom, only Tom could do it. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're probably going to want him. <laughs> Congratulations, Tom Cruise, Chris McQuarrie, Joe Kaczynski, Jerry Bruckheimer mm. on your scoop. Jerry hog. Bruckheimer, a first time, a first time Wabami. Yeah, Th- this is the Jerry Bruckheimer Award for, <laughs> for Dead Cinema. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. Here's your scoot hog. All right, the next award. Okay, so something I try to do this year is I noticed a couple like redundant categories I, last I, year. First of all, I simply don't believe. It. <laughs> And so this one, like, I try to combine a couple of them, but you guys, like, feel free to, like, award multiple winners if you think that, like, <laughs> okay. that I, I made a wrong call here, okay? So the next category is the Missed Opportunity Award, a.k.a. Biggest Disappointment, a.k.a. Who Asked for This, okay? Biggest Disappointment and Who Asked for This are two different things in my mind. That's, that's what that's, I'm saying. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. okay. So if, if we can give, if we can have one movie encapsulate these, these, well, then, then they only is, get one scoop. But the problem but is if we, if we have expectations to be disappointed, then that means we asked for it in a way. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, here are the nominees. Lightyear. Uncharted. Halloween Ends. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Obi-Wan Kenobi and bullet train so the who asked for this award has to go to Lightyear. yeah that's a million times that's like yeah that's the difference that, but i had that burden yeah already. but also that movie disappointed no one because once you know once once news broken trailer dropped yeah you knew it was it was over good. Um, but who asked for it Another thing I would say biggest, so it wasn't a disappointment by the time it came out, but I think from whenever it was originally announced to what the end product was, 
If you're talking about biggest disappointment, don't worry, darling. Of just like, mm. oh, remember when that movie was announced? We're like, oh my god, yeah. Olivia Wilde's back. She's making like this like weird kind of sci-fi. Uh, it's gonna be like a prestige film. We thought it was gonna be a big Oscar movie, and just everything that came out afterwards was just like the stock plummeting Ooh. down and down and down. So it's like a long-term disappointment. All right, so disappointment boulevard, if you will. So we're we're. We're siphoning Lightyear into the who asked for this. Yeah. Okay. So congratulations, Lightyear, Pixar on your scoot hog. So now stop. Please make original movies. The Miss Opportunity Award, aka Biggest Disappointment. How are we feeling here? I think so. Don't you're wor- nominating. No, don't worry, darling. That's a great one. Um, I had no reason to think that anything would go wrong, other than honestly not thinking that Harry Styles was very good at acting, <laughs> which you know. It turns out he played a huge role in what went wrong. Yeah. Uh, not not in the way I thought. He not would. even in the acting. The acting itself was fine, <laughs> but um, like I, what were the other nominees? Uncharted, the Tom Holland vehicle Oof. video game adaptation, co-starring Mark Wahlberg. Were people disappointed by that? Yes, Come like on. video. Game. I guess like this, video game people. Yeah, people I, who are now watching The Last of Us and they're like, "Guys, two episodes in, this has yeah. the potential to be better than The Sopranos." Well, that this has the potential to be better than The Wire. Un- Uncharted kind of <laughs> folds more into the who asked for this. Yeah, like <laughs> a, you know, an Uncharted movie starring Tom Holland. I, like who asked for this? Halloween ends. Um, I wasn't. Uh, Halloween Kills would have been a winner for at least a nominee for this. After Halloween Kills, I had no no. I, I think, I think the unbearable weight of massive talent is a great nom for biggest, for biggest disappointment. I know I haven't either, but which it's is like a bummer because we did an entire I devoted a year of my life to Nicolas Cage and I did not see this. The, movie. the sell of that movie of like Nick Cage is playing himself, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like that could have been better. Obi-Wan. Remember you know? when uh, Dane, friend of the pod, spent like like a quarter of his budget on unbearable weight of massive talent oh. in our fancy film league? <laughs> I actually, I think I have one that could unify both categories. Well, are you going to take back light years? I don't, I don't think I want to. I'm just saying this one is so powerful that it okay. could unify the Lord of the Rings show. Ooh, who, that's too who true. Who asked for it? We, we have our Lord of the Rings. Oh, that's too true. And Fuck. also the people that were mad stoked, not a, not a one of them is it. it Got it exactly what that's too. There are people, there are people online who are like, listen, like it turned out like pretty good. You know what? I'm okay with, I'm okay with, with fucking dead sprinting and tackling the mailman, preventing Chris Evans from getting the scoot hog and just sending a giant plus size scoot hog. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) The Lord of the Rings crew. So we, we are tackling Lightyear. We're beating it to the ground, grabbing that scoot hog. Are you okay with this, Ernie? You were also a person who combined these and then disbanded them and then recombined. I know. (laughs) I feel bad. You you know, this is, this is why we do this. You Mm -hmm. know, it's all, it's a, it's a collaborative process. That's what the power of the hog is. Uh, Congratulations, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Uh, Team brings of power on your scoot hog. Um, Miss biggest miss opportunity, aka who asked for this? All right, the next category is the most delightful, joyous, good time mm. award. The nominees are <laughs> Marcel the Shell with shoes on, RRR, and Glass Onion. No ticket to paradise here. 
I'm oh, nominating good, that. That's a good nom. I, I like just, that. Man, talk about a movie. I was just happy while watching. I was just watching. I was just happy. I was just having a good time. What do you think, Drew? I I don't know because like I had a delightful like a like a whimsical time watching Top Gun. Okay. Just because mm. it was such like it, you know, it's just such like yeah. a, wow, a movie. It is a it's a movie damn. movie, but I don't want to give it to Top Gun. We're, it's we're giving too much. I, we gave one movie, one award to Top Gun. <laughs> Jesus, you're doing what the Academy is doing. Where it's like, well, we can't give it best director because we're going to give it best picture. Oh, we can't give it best picture because we're going to give it best production design. Like I, we got to still. I know, award but it the also best movies of the year. It sort of it sort of downplays the tension in that film to call it this. You know what I mean? And that would almost be an insult to the movie. right. Tom would return the, yeah, the hog. He would, this is like a I didn't do it him. for your fucking yeah. good time. Same, same goes a for dad every- cinema. That's what I did it for. <laughs> same goes for everything everywhere. That's not delightful um, all the way through. Yeah. Marcel's a great one, too. I think that it has and to go to that. And I haven't even seen it. Man, Marcel the Shell is just a. That, I, that sounds like it would so be the ticket, definition a, of a delight. Ticket to Paradise is not your pick. Ernie, decide between Marcel and Ticket to Paradise. Well, you can't you can't pick two. I haven't seen either. Drew, okay. Drew, say however, Marcel. I have seen all of the Marcel videos on YouTube. They, it's, they're the definition of a delightful good time. God, they are delightful. OK, There's I love some heroin. Marcel, I love though. the. Ticket to Paradise pick. We had a great time. That was a packed screener. It was a great time. Everyone, we got a drink beforehand. It was, was it was nice. It ev- was- that that I think that movie just does not play as well at home. I haven't tried it. I just am sure of it. But that full pack theater was like the perfect way to experience that movie. And it was a delightful, joyous, good mm-hmm. time. So congratulations. Ticket to Paradise, George Clooney. Yeah. Julia Roberts on your scoot hog. Uh, to be honest, I I can't fully call Marcella a delightful, joyous, good time because also I did cry a lot while watching Marcella. Yeah, it is so a I little have, sad. I do have to be yeah. prepared. Well, also just because I see him just trying as hard as he puts honey on his shoes yeah. to walk on the walls. And I cry because if I was there, I'd just lift him up. Shout out to RR. I'd lift him up and put him where he needs to go. <laughs> RR is also a, a fucking great time. See, it, but it is like a thing of if you're saying delightful, good, joyous time that almost again, that kind of does the Top Gun thing. Where it's, it's like it is downplaying it, yeah, like yeah. the drama that is in that movie. OK. The next category is most overrated, a.k.a. the one we didn't get. The nominees are The Whale, Elvis, EO, the, the donkey EO. Uh, num- I think you liked EO. I liked fan. it. It it was like number one on the New York Times yeah, best of list. That's what? wild. Um, that's yeah, it wild. was up there. Yeah, Bullet Train, seventy four percent Rotten Tomatoes score. Okay, on audience score, Bullet Train, and that's those are all the nominees I have for this. Do people like the whale? It got a. I mean, Brendan Fraser is like a and contender. Yeah. It got a bunch of fucking nominations. It's winning shit. Um, the whale is bad. It's really, really bad. And Elvis, I thought was fun. It's like bad, but like in like a fun way. It's like a good bad. Um, so for that reason, I would lean towards the whale. I'd vote bullet train. I feel like it's an easy target because it's so sublimely hateable. <laughs> I- I saw some people pick it as like their favorite of the year. I was like shocked. I'm, 
I'm okay with this going to Bullet Train, a movie that I have not seen, but like I also don't want to give anything to Darren. It's even if it's a, even if it's a bad award, I don't want him to get shit from us. That's right. I don't want him to know that we exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Otherwise, yeah. he's gonna like make a metaphor about how like we're Satan in his next movie because every movie Bullet, about the Bible. Bullet Train having a 74 percent audience has, score. I'm glad that you had you had the fucking the digits pulled that's, up here. That's alarming. You got receipts. <laughs> it's. It's it's like the classic movie that someone who and I don't mean this pejoratively, but it's someone who doesn't watch movies would like. And that's fine. Yeah. They see Thomas the Trick and they're like, they're still doing the joke. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just it, it's it's spectacle. It's overstimulating. It's you know what I mean? It feels big. It has movie stars. Um, And it absolutely collapses in on itself by the end of it it's yeah it's it, a, it's a train wreck literally it totally yeah it totally could have had me on board maybe even till about halfway through i was like all right this is annoying but i got to admit they're doing a solid job and then by the end i no longer thought the second part either so congratulations um brad pitt um, ryan reynolds ryan reynolds channing tatum channing tatum bad bunny um boony on your scoot hog uh for bullet train does it, it doesn't even go to um I, yeah David David Leach it doesn't even go to David Leach <laughs> no that man was not on set <laughs> <laughs> great stunts man the next award is the most tears aka the gut punch award the nominees are everything everywhere all at once Top Gun Maverick Better Call Saul Avatar The Way of Water don't you don't and Marcel the Shell with shoes on i man when you see them like the go underwater no honestly i did i did cry. i think i cried in every single one of these movies that you listed and that probably says more about me than the movies that you put together on here um this is tough because i think the top gun has the single biggest tear jerking scene mm. in any movie the val kilmer scene well, the end too. And actually, honestly, it's uh, it, it's what my dad would have done, dude. Talk to me, dad. It, incredible. Oh. <laughs> Fuck, maybe it's gotta go to Top Gun. I did have Marcel on here because um, Marcel does make me cry. They when also I see Marcel trying his that, hardest. It's hard to give them that award when that that tier was built up over thirty plus years. You know what I mean? Of of. So, so i mean you know todd field took like 18 years to make a movie i know it's, but like sometimes things are better to sit in the chamber i plate. know but just like the fact that those scenes hit is the result of a different movie you know what i mean partially yeah so what's your pick then I'm going to have to go with the good nurse. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> You're just sobbing. You're dry heaving at this point in the good nurse. <laughs> Drew, uh, what movie made you cry this year? I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. He I, hasn't seen the tool. Did you watch boom. like a, a doc that made you cry? I mean, everything everywhere is, is a tearjerker. Um, yeah. Fableman's gets got me there a couple of times. Mm. Um no you're probably right i mean top gun is a great choice it's so it's so cathartic yeah like oh my god i my coming into this i was gonna say marcel and then as soon as you mentioned top gun i was like fuck there are a lot of <laughs> it's top gun though all right congratulations tom cruise val kilmer um miles teller second with of the night 
uh, the United States Department of Defense, mm-hmm. the U.S. Navy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, congratulations on your Scoot Hog, Top Gun Maverick. Okay. The next award is the Nostalgia Award, previously <laughs> awarded to uh, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. That's who it went to last year. The nominees are Top Gun Maverick, Interesting. The Fablemans, and Elvis. What about Doctor Strange? Sure. That's uh, a solid pick. I mean. If you have nostalgia for like, doesn't it? I don't know. Is that not the movie that brings back the Spider-Mans? No, that's No Way Home from last year. Uh, uh, Doctor Strange brought back, um, what's his name? Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Oh, who cares? And Never then mind. I have a future nostalgia for when John Krasinski plays uh, Mr. Fantastic. Sure. Um, it's It's got to be Top Gun Maverick, right? Like, it's kind of got to be. Glass Onion brought back the 90s. Or no, not <laughs> the ambulance brought back the dream of the 90s. Yeah. Um, Glass Onion brought back Kate Hudson. <laughs> That's are we nostalgic. Given, are we given another another um, award to Tom Cruise? What were your other uh, Elvis is nostalgic Elvis, for a certain for Elvis for a certain era? Um, Top Gun has to win because it is a whole type of movie that is yeah. nostalgia yeah. in and of itself. A it's classic movie. Yeah. Congratulations, Tom Cruise, on your uh, fourth fourth. Oh my god! Wait, fourth? I no, I think third. it's third. Yeah, it's gotta be the third. It just won back to back. Yeah, yeah. Third and award of the night. The next award is the, oh, I love this award. Mm-hmm. This is a great award. The, oh, yeah, I didn't see that. I'll have to check it out I, award. I have a runaway winner for this, but go ahead and give us the nominees. The nominees are Women Talking, She Said, Bardo, Causeway, EO, and Aftersun. It has to go to Aftersun. The fact that I I I have seen this movie and just like I saw it because it was like, oh, yeah, every critic, you know, yeah, this is their number one movie of the last 10 years. Yeah. And it's like, wait, what? last year, this award went to drive my car. Mm. That's a good one. So it'd be fitting. I do like I, I like uh, women talking as well. That that's a that's, very strong it's a different movie. type of oh I need to see that I'll have to it's check like it out a, it's like a like you're like in like a loud bar and you want to sound like you're like yeah. really hip and like you love women's rights so you're like oh dude I love it when women talk I need to check that out yeah and you're like oh damn it kind of got the nomination like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah you like pull it up oh my god I got two noms I'll have I must check it out <laughs> it's probably gonna win. <laughs> See, if, I, I, if I was the Academy, I would give it to them because I love when women talk like guys right. on first date. Guy guy who picks that at our Oscar party this year to picks win it. the best right, picture. Writes it in for every category. <laughs> I'm a big Look, I'm just big I'm ally. <laughs> Such an ally. Um, she said, have people forgotten that that movie exists? Yeah. I think that that's yes. the problem. With I, that they is, don't have to check it out anymore. They don't have to check it out. It, it did not serve its one purpose that was made. A movie that I like, I actually like she said, but also I like every journalism yeah. movie. So that's on me. I uh, I love women talking. That's that's a great pick. Let's let's go with women talking for the, oh yeah, I didn't see it. I'll After Sun is out. a really good one too. Um, I think women talking is just more likely to have more people know about it in general. That's fair. That after like af- every critic that you ever know is just like after some of Yeah. Adam Naiman. Hey, I, I do have to check it out. Like I have to, you know, so congratulations on your scoot hog, Sarah Polly, uh, and the whole cast of women talking, uh, 
you know, maybe, maybe don't like put it on the shelf, you know, maybe like put it in a drawer somewhere. You don't have to display it. Like it's okay. You know, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. Okay. It's not not that big of a dick. (laughs) The next award is a huge award. Absolutely stacked category. It's scene of the year. The nominees are the golden hour sequence Mm. in Babylon. The Natu Natu dance in RRR. The whole get the shot horseback riding in Nope. Um, the Mach 10 or the time trial. You have to pick one in Top Gun Maverick. The Juilliard scene in Tar. That's up there for me. That's a good one. Sammy discovers a secret in his film. Or the ending with John Ford in the Fablements <laughs> and the fanny pack fight and everything everywhere all at once. The problem with a lot of those is they're great scenes whenever you say them in the movie, but like they aren't necessarily things that I think of wherever I think of the movie. Like for example, the fanny pack scene, that's a great sequence. That's not like when you say like, oh, name scenes and everything everywhere. That's not one that my mind immediately goes to. Same thing for the finding the secrets in the the home film. Um, I think the genius of a film like Babylon is it's kind of a series of scenes, a series of set pieces. And my pick is the golden hour scene. I know you haven't seen it, Drew, but that's like I I I clapped at my home whenever I watched it for a second time. I was just like, Damien? It's fucking motherfucker, you it's did it. So good. You fucking did it. Um, that's fair. And I, I won't I will not contest if you want to go with that. Uh shout out to it you do shout out a good scene in Nope. Um that's mm-hmm. it's not my favorite scene in Nope, is the problem. Um the only thing that would give it true uh contest in my mind is the tar scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Juilliard scene is so good. Yeah, because so, not- so good. Especially because the first time you see it you don't have the context of the rest of the film. And then you can kind of look back on that scene and like reinterrogate the actual, the conversation. Yeah. You're just, you're very, very slowly learning a lot about her um, over the course of one shot. Yeah. One shot, one scene, um, an insane amount of lines. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally like watching like LeBron or someone put up like, 50 points yeah it's it's the clay thompson third quarter yeah it's just like all in like one short segment it's like oh my god he just <laughs> fired up another three and like i don't know what's happening right now yeah also shout out to the fucking time trial the 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 run the two minute 15 second run yeah, yeah. And top gun because i would give it to the the practice over because that's what I, i'm saying that's what i'm saying yeah, the, the, the trial time, run. i would give it to the trial run as far as a scene because the actual them doing the mock 10 is like the third act of the movie no, no, it's no, not no. really one mock, scene. mock 10 is the how the movie starts the Ed oh, Harris. oh yeah, yeah yeah you're right yeah you're that right. was that was what i was talking about yeah um the time trial that is a scene in which you, any other movie that that you could end the movie there and i would walk out the theater <laughs> like i got my money yeah. worth at the at the end of that scene like oh shit like fuck you know you 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 did it yeah the movie climax and you know the fact that like it keeps going from there it just it it just kind of highlights how good that scene is um and then just the fact that like god damn the way people's faces are reacting to him, to what he's doing. Yeah. It just encapsulates the whole theme of that movie. 
Um, and like you can see like that they're actually in the plane because Tom is like not like he's like acting, but also like you can just tell like they're they're flying a plane very fucking fast. And it's like, wait, <laughs> like his like body is actually like getting whipped around in this fucking plane right now. Um, I do have to just give it to Babylon, though, because that scene uh, that is one of the rare moments in the theater where it hits different. Like uh-huh. I've, I rarely do I feel the need to like stand up in the middle of a movie and cheer. I didn't obviously cause I have self-control, but like I needed we, every we bone in my fist, body. Though. We like, we, were, we like metaphorically high fived in the theater it's, as this was happening. It's, it is a filmmaking achievement. What he does, it it's also, so good. It's only gotten better as I've like read interviews and like listened to podcasts with Damien Chazelle talking. About. He's he like, yeah, it. yeah, it was a fucking nightmare on set. This Feels movie was impossible. very stressful and impossible. Congratulations, Damien Chazelle, um, and the whole Babylon crew on your Scoot Hog scene of the year. Good job by you. All right, the next award is a new award for this year. It is Smile of the Year. The nominees are Smile, the movie, <laughs> okay. The Smile, mm-hmm. the band, mm-hmm. okay, and the final shot of Pearl. Oh, that's a good smile. Smile. Of the um, um, it's it's Julia Roberts was in a movie this year too. Oh, Ticket to Paradise. That's right. Here's the thing. I don't want to go full like. Um, I don't want to go full social network on you guys, but drop the the mm-hmm. smile. The movie smile? It's just the movie smile. You saw it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I like Julia Roberts. That is a smile. Where should we go here? Any other smiles? Do you want to talk about Tom Cruise's smile where his teeth aren't completely aligned <laughs> or that smile? Or How about the Mona Lisa smile in Glass Onion? Ooh. Ooh, oh, that's good. Okay. That's right. good. I like that. I like that. How about the good nurse? <laughs> I can't. Does, I can't. Does the bad nurse ever smile? Oh, he smiles. <laughs> oh no! Is it like a malicious little? Smile? He's a little devil. Oh no. Um. So, what's your pick? I don't know, <laughs> Ernie. You, you be. You had the vote here. You have the power. I like Julia Roberts. Okay. Nice. Congratulations, cool. Julia Roberts. Damn, hey. take it to paradise. Two wins. I know. Look at that. Hell yeah. Let's fucking go. We, we believe in traditional hard. films. Let's here. go. All right, we're back. The jacket is off. The tie is yeah. loose. <laughs> and we are in the home stretch, boys. Just a, a few more awards left here. Um, we are we are going over time. We're gonna have to start playing off our scoot winners here. Right, they won't yeah. be able to give their acceptance speeches. They were they were talking to each other. Darren Aronofsky had to be like uh, restrained because he was so upset that he didn't win. Yeah. Um. So th- he was like, th- "You guys are treating me just like they treated Jesus." <laughs> it's exactly the same. What's happening right now? Don't you see that? Yeah. And, and the earth and the way people treat the earth. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph, it's all the same. Okay. Joseph Kaczynski is so excited with his, all his scoot hogs. Uh, do you think that whenever Noah Baumbach is like, they're going to do like a, a writer's round table uh, for like rejected writers that didn't get nominated for best uh, scream. <laughs> and it'll be like Noah Baumbach on there. Just like, ah, I just tried to write this, like adapt this unadaptable book. And, uh, and, <laughs> 
<laughs> we're just gonna have them on there and just be like hey look i adapt an unadaptable book all the time it's called the bible mm-hmm. <laughs> ever read it it's a little tough okay it's pretty hard yeah yeah try and adapt that <laughs> noah yeah pl- plot twist you already have you didn't even know it all right the every next- story's the same <laughs> the next category is the straggler award for the best film or TV show furthest from the top 10. The nominees are Prey, the uh, the Predator okay. in the 1600s movie, All Quiet on the Western Front, Turning Red, White Noise, Scream 5, a.k.a. Scream, The Boys. I know this was in your top 10, Yeah, room. so... Uh, by default and players oh yeah you told us about that the paramount Um, plus show can i so i have a new category and i have my same pick for both of these awards okay my new category um i call it the the nomadland award for the movie for the best movie i'll never watch again okay and that for that and the struggle award i'm giving it to the northman Interesting. Um, the Northman is floating at in the 30s on my top movies of the year this year. It's a great movie. I like it. Unless I'm just like looking back at Robert Eggers movies. I'm sorry. I'm probably not going to watch that one. Um, I would rather revisit the Vava itch or the, um, lighthouse. the lighthouse before that. Um, yeah. Interesting. That's that's my nominee. Any thoughts on either of these? I like that. I like that one. Um, I would bring up maybe the menu um, okay. because ostensibly it is a very good movie. It got on my nerves and it's uh, it's 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 hard to put a, a finger on why. It rem- I, I also watched Megan uh, last week and it reminded me a lot of Megan in terms of not committing to mm. a go one bit. way or the other yeah commit to a genre not it's not that it has to be in a genre but like go farther than yeah. you did if you're gonna be genre fluid in something like barbarian then just really like go for be it be funnier be scarier be both yeah. whatever you want um but i i think the north one is a really good one because yeah. it it came ev- it everyone agreed that it was good and no one had it on their list <laughs> i think that's as, that's as, as clean cut of a winner as you can i really wanted to put it on my list i think the fact that i didn't speaks volumes <laughs> uh it's not low on my top 10 but the fact that it wasn't in the top 10 i think tells you everything you need to know so congratulations robert eggers alexander skarsgård ethan hawk mm-hmm. uh the whole team on your Scoohog, northman completely forgot that ethan hawk was in that movie until you said that right now i'm like oh yeah shit ethan hawk had like just cameo performances in two movies this year that were both really good the next award is the limitless award for the one that wasn't great but stole your heart the nominees are ambulance yeah ticket to paradise chip and dale rescue rangers and I didn't add any more, but I'm sure there are more. <laughs> where you can tell that we're reaching the end here, that we're running out. You had like 12 deep nominees early on in the broadcast. And uh, um, I, it's a two horse race between Ticket to Paris, Paradise and Ambulance. But I 
I want to give it to Ambulance for like just the experience of the three of us watching Incredible. Ambulance together was just it was great. It was one of the best theater. Also, times it of the year. feels like Ambulance should have more awards by now from yeah. us. You know, the, the Wabamis were made. It's to time to start cranking Michael out. Bay. It's time to start <laughs> handing them to, Dude, to Michael. If the Michael Mann, if Ferrari comes out this year, then it might sweep the Wabamis. It might win every single award next year. So our two Michaels. We woo, we woo, we woo. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> to Michael Bay, Jake Gyllenhaal, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, the whole team. There was just, there was no way. Your first Wabami of the night. S- like sight unseen, product not delivered, this movie had already won. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this might as well just be renamed the Ambulance Award. I also, I want to give a shout out to Crimes of the Future just because I really, really enjoyed watching it and it's not great. Speaking of, oh. the next award is the what the fuck award the what the what the fuckers what the fuck nicks what the fuckeroonies award uh for the movie that made you say what the fuck the nominees are men babylon blonde and crimes of the future it's funny because what the fuck can be like a what the fuck man like in a happy way and also like what the fuck dude this is an abortion movie now the winner's gotta be movie? like crimes of the future is so what the fuck and it's all the way through and when you think that they've because it's 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 just so weirdly mellow and like blase about the insane shit happening in it and i love that i love that flavor i love that feel um i'm gonna see it, it i gotta see it it, yeah, it's a fun watch. It's weird. Um, Kristen Stewart's performance is what the fuck. She's do- she's so like corked up and like twitchy and horny. Um, uh, what's his name is absolutely slaying. Like Vigo. Yeah, mm-hmm. Vigo is just at, he's so cranked cool. out. He's so good. He's squatting a lot. He's yeah. really he's good at it. Uh, it. It wins for me, but you guys haven't seen it. I mean, the thing is that I'm okay with just making this the Cronenberg What the Fuck Award yeah. because also Brandon Cronenberg has a movie that's coming out today. Are, are we as jumping we're in? This, are we dipping in? We're jumping. We're jumping headfirst into the infinity pool. Let's do um, it. And I think that uh, the last Brandon Cronenberg movie was, I think, my nominee for the What the Fuck Award, wherever that came out in like 2019. Uh, so I'm fine with just any time a Cronenberg makes a film, it just goes to that movie. Hey. Um, so there we go. Um, special shout out, Triangle of Sadness. Yes, yeah, that is. It, a, it, it's a good gets, one. it gets disgusting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the poo poo pee pee puke yeah. award. <laughs> Uh, that gets a, that's a different award, the Poo Poo Pee Award. Uh, congratulations, Team Cronenberg, Team Crimes of the Future, on your scoot hog. Um, all right. Now is time for a very special. This is when, like, you realize in the broadcast that, like, they've been rushing people through their speeches so that, like, some random mm-hmm. person could just get a special award. We have reached that special award, folks. It's time for the Barack Obama Honorary Award for Achievement in Drone Technology. <laughs> Let's go. Who are the nominees? There is no nominee. <laughs> it just goes to Michael Bay. It's just the award goes to Michael Bay. Congratulations, Michael Bay. And Drew, you were worried. You're like, God, I don't know if ambulance is going to be a big winner here. I have it all over my prediction ballot. <laughs> yeah. Little, Little did, did I know. you know that we have the this is, this honorary is a, Barack Obama. This is award. a diamond bedazzled mm-hmm. scoot hog. Wow. Um, this is yeah. This is like the equivalent of the Flash enters the Speed Force. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael Bay uh, is sending a uh, 
uh, a drone with a USB drive <laughs> with a video acceptance speech on it. It has not arrived yet. Yeah. Well, it's busy like doing like flips, <laughs> flips around the building. Yeah. I think he saw a pretty lady uh, walking down the street and started following her instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's getting some upskirt. Uh, ambulance. Incredible movie. Incredible watching experience. Incredible drones. Good drones. Congratulations on your Barack Obama honorary achievement. It's going to be rough to give this out in future years, in man. Technology. <laughs> we are simply going to have to do it. <laughs> well, Michael Bay has another film coming out this year, fortunately. So hopefully there's lots we'll of see. drones in Transformers 6. We'll Ho- see. Hopefully Biden really steps it up in terms of killing yeah. civilians. Biden, right. you have the chance for us to rename this award after you. <laughs> Take notes from your predecessor, okay? The next award is the best A24 movie not made by A24. Mm-hmm. The nominees are Cha-Cha Real Smooth, Bones and All, and On the Count of Three. My pick is Bones and All. I think yeah. that that movie like, really wants to be an A24 movie. And it's so what? Bad. It's... Is it United... Fo- yeah artist is that who it is uh, yeah um it's like uh more of an indie than even a24 i think what are you thinking drew i'm doing some research a lot of the potential winners this year were made by a24 <laughs> yeah a24 really had, they were unfortunately does disqualify them from <laughs> from this it's the one thing it's the one thing you can't it's do. the one thing you didn't have to do <laughs> Oh yeah, it was yeah, it was a United Artist via MGM. Um, yeah, my pick is Bones and All. It's um, a great pick. I feel like they wouldn't have had the budget to do it like this, but I think that Tar has shares a little bit of DNA with some of the more prestige A twenty four movies. Um, Banshees, not a bad one. Banshees, yeah. It's it's a little too grown. It's a little yeah. too, it's a little yeah, too a little, adult. A little long in the tooth to actually be an A twenty four film. Yeah. The Solid thing is pick, that though. whenever we made this category four years ago, A twenty four was could be more easily typecast. Right. And A twenty four has grown. They now might have a best picture front runner. So the menu. Oh, that's a solid pick too. It's low budget. Yeah. You know, it's it's very contained. It's very hip. Um it's funny. It's a little too schlocky, I would say. A24 likes to get like, they still, their brand is very elevated. I mean, they made bodies, bodies, bodies. The funniest, oh, right. it's yeah. too bad that they made uh, uh, After Sun, because After Sun is the most classic yeah. A24 pick What about, ever, did they make After they Yang make as well? Yes. Yes. Son yeah, they made, they made both the they really, They really um, made them all. Yeah. <laughs> they, they really, they knew their lane this year. Um, yeah, my pick would still be Bones and All, I think. I that think movie that's has, a great one. It has like, the. it's trying to be like an indie romance, but also like it's got this like dark underbelly to it. That's like, it's kind of for millennials. It, has, it has Timothy Chalamet. Right. And that does. Uh, that, 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 that bumps you up. That's, it's, yeah. Congratulations, Bones and All, on your second Scoot Hog of the night. Um, I I think it is the second. Yeah, you won't find that anywhere. It won for the uh, for the Handyman Award. That's right. So yeah, that that's a great nominee for the Disappointment Award. By the way, like that that movie should have been. We that should be on all of our lists. It it should have been incredible. I I love that movie. Yeah, that's why it's. Yeah, I mean, I like it, but all right, it should have been so much better. Should have the next award is the best dance sequence another new award did you create this award so that you can give it to one <laughs> the nominees are rrr <laughs> after yang hmm. 
Bardo, Elvis, and Cha Cha Real Smooth. Man, in my heart and in my soul, I want to give it to After Yang because After Yang is going to leave this award show much like it is with the actual Academy Awards with nothing. And I feel like that's almost better for its legacy. That it just gets it gets pushed to the side. Um, it's it's not too not to. This is the not too not to award. You create this category so you can give it to it. This is like basically category fraud right now that you created a category just so that you could give. Hey, there was some good. There was some good dancing yeah. this year. Yeah. Category fraud where the category is the fraud. The category yeah. is the fraud. I can't wait for this. Existence. I can't wait for this to disappear next year when you're like, looks like uh, nobody danced in a movie this year. Okay, moving on to the next. No award. wiggling. Um, no wiggling. Uh, Shout out to Elvis and the way that those women reacted whenever he jiggled yeah, his hips. Absolutely losing their minds. Congratulations, Team RRR, on your second Scoot Hog of the night. The next category is the best duo, parentheses, riding on each other's shoulders. So not all of these duos are riding on each other's shoulders, but some of them are. The nominees are RRR. They ride on each they other's do shoulders. They ride on each other's shoulders. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Chef they, and Rakakuni. They do ride on each Chef other's shoulders. Chef and Rakakuni do. Uh, Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. They figuratively and spiritually ride on each other's shoulders, but not literally. The Banshees of Inisherin. We we would like them to. I was going to say, they actually aren't. They're like the worst duo. If there's, yeah, if, but they love most each other. one-sided duo. It would have been fun to see a little bit more of them being friends in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, a flashback montage of them just like being boys. Piacad and Loak in Avatar: <laughs> Yo, The Way of let's Water. Go. <laughs> Man, my favorite Navi and whale friends. I love them, and they don't ride on each other's shoulders because whales don't have shoulders, but they would if they had them. But they swim together. Ticket to Paradise, George Clooney and uh, George and uh, Julia Roberts, ex-wife Julia Roberts, yeah, and Nick Cage and um, oh my God, I'm blanking on his name, Pedro Pascal, Pedro Pascal, yeah, an unbearable weight of massive talent. Um, Maven Rooster, just in the third act there. Okay, I like um, that. I would give the award, though, too, to Chef and Rakakuni because there's nothing more pure than their friendship. There's I, no conflict there. I have another solid nominee. Um, Michelle Williams and Seth Rogen. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> it's uh, true. Like, it's it's a partnership so powerful. It destroyed a whole family. Well, it, it, caused, it made her name a monkey after him. Here's, how about this? Uncle Benny and Steven Spielberg's filmography. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because one doesn't exist without the right, other. right. Without the Uncle Benny there, juice. then Spielberg, we don't we don't get Jaws. Mm -hmm. We don't get Jurassic. Yeah. Park. If his dad wasn't a cuck, yeah, who knows where we would be? He'd be like the CEO of like IBT or something like that. IBM. IBT. <laughs> IBT. <laughs> IBT's nuts. Um, Michael Bay and Michael Bay's ideas. Michael mm -hmm. Bay and drones. Mm -hmm. Um, this is a good one. I haven't seen RRR. It seems like that may have gone into this category's creation. The best bromance of all time. 
makes you believe you in can't, friendship. We can't give Ernest too much of this. He created a category just to already give them one award. Um, Daniel Kaluuya and Jean Jacket. Oh, okay. I, like this. I like that. I like yeah. this. Yeah. I'm just naming nominees because it does it does give you a, a good amount of clout just to get the nomination. Right, yeah. right. Of course. They'll get like a VOD, You're going like, a VOD bump for Jordan. Man, these fucking participation trophies right now that we're just handing out with our 24 nominees. I know. Um, uh, how about uh, the whale and food? Um, oh my god! <laughs> first, gonna give out things. <laughs> the, the meatball sub that he almost chokes and <laughs> dies on. Brendan Fraser and Reddit. <laughs> um, Drew, what's your pick? That movie is a minefield to talk about. Jesus Christ! It's I, like you can't say anything about it. <laughs> it's just like. Any opinion is a bad opinion. <laughs> I got to pick Rakakuni just because, of, you know, I you said best duo before and I had this written down and then uh, I asked for a refresher on what the categories are just so that I knew that I was missing them. And you added writing on each other's shoulders. And I was like, well, I guess this is obviously the pick then because they literally write on each other's shoulders. Um, and also no conflict there. They're just two nice uh, people. They're just having a beneficial relationship with each other. And I appreciate that. Congratulations to Michelle Yeoh, Chef, and Rakakuni. Is this the first award win for Everything Everywhere tonight? I believe it is. Wow. Congratulations, Team Everything Everywhere. Man, is it going to be able to pull this out? Might On be your, oh, your first geez. scoot hog of the night. All right. Now we're starting to get into some some big big boy categories as we wind down into the end. Um, real uh -oh. quick, can I just throw out one award? Yeah. Um, that might stick around in future years. It might not, but um, I think that's worth saying. Um, this is the uh, Reddit Honorary Achievement in Incel Cinema. Okay. And uh, my one nominee is Riddler in the Batman. Okay. Hey, guys. Thanks for watching my stream. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. This is great. Dano. Yeah. He's so good. Uh, are there any other? That's my only nominee that I. What is it? So the Reddit, what's it called? Uh, it's just a guy who just seems like he's really online. It's the Reddit honorary achievement in incel cinema. Okay. So anybody who just has big incel energy, anybody who just feels like they're just like, oh my god, dude, I saw that on like freaking Advice Animals three years ago. Um, Paul Dano, you did not get nominated for an Oscar, but congratulations on your okay. scoot hog. Cool. Um, best animal performance. I thought about this because so, we did this in our critics. Group. Yeah, there's three. Uh, there's, of course, Jenny and Banshee's Vanishing. Just a good donkey. And then there's another donkey, EO, mm -hmm. in the film EO. And then there's Dog and Dog. Nobody wants to talk about Dog and Dog. Oh, Dog, yeah. Nobody wants to... Him, he got a whole fucking movie named after him. He's the dog. Did you watch it? No, uh, um, <laughs> but I know there's a dog in it, and that's more than most movies that have animal performances. Um, and then uh, Jean Jacket. Jean Jacket. I in was gonna. Up. I was gonna nominate. Yeah, Jean Jacket. Is Those are the four nominees. The flying Jean Jacket I, or the horse Jean Jacket? No, the flying. flying. Okay. Yeah, I that's an animal. I totally. I, think. I, I genuinely know. believed that Jean Jacket was evil. When it turns out it's just an actor. Mm, right. It's a great performance. It is a good performance. By an animal. Um. So, do you have a pick? No, well, I'm I'm the MC now. What about the the monkey? Oh you, God, have to, you have to pick a pick. <laughs> what about the <laughs> chimp? Pick? Uh, I mean, oh, the chimp, the chimp and nope. There you go. That's another one. Yeah, that, but that's a that's not a real. That's a human performing as a chimp. That's like giving Andy Circus 
best performance have by you an seen animal. it andy circus looks like a fucking monkey <laughs> he does have big we should give it energy. to him for batman <laughs> uh uh, I mean, we're, we 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 got like actual animals mixed up with non-actual animals here. Let's listen. You can extraterrestrial okay. animals are still animals. Ernie, just think about this. Actors have one best actor for lip syncing in biopics. Okay, so like that's basically <laughs> the same thing as. Uh, a guy being in uh, a suit and playing an animal is basically the same thing as Rami Malek winning okay. Best Actor for Freddie well, Mercury. Well, I'm I'm scared that Nope won't win anything. So let's go ahead and give it to Jean Jacket. Is that your pick too, Drew? Jean Jacket. Yes. Okay. Um, close second is is the donkey in Banshee. Yeah, I really thought such it was going to go sweet, Jenny. Such um, a sweet little donkey. man. Jenny just going to get completely forgotten here. But I Jean Jacket. Does Banshees have anything? No. Yeah. Banshees might get shut out tonight. Right, it's fine. Um, do you want to do your best performance in a good movie? Uh, worst performance in a best performance in a bad movie. Worst performance in a good movie. Should have. Uh, yeah. Should have thought of people to name these after. I feel like it'd be easy if we, mm-hmm. we thought about it for a minute. Uh, do, I mean, do we have any nominees? Uh, um, best performance in a bad movie. It's uh, well, I'll say not the winner um i think he's actually good in a movie that i otherwise kind of detest uh daniel jimenez cacho and bardo oh the lead guy, i actually yeah. think that he is actually giving a good performance he's trying because uh, he's like annoying in the movie it's like yeah you're playing alejandro right um but it's i mean Jake brendan Jill, it, brendan fraser oh brendan fraser i he's don't, great he is he's really good yeah he, he's, he's going for it <laughs> he's going for the it disdain hunter has He's really good. I'm excited to see him in Killers of the Flower Man this year. Um, but I think it would have to go Guys, to John Hall and Ambulance. Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne. Oh, oh, let me just. Is, oh my God. Just, is this the good nurse category? Just, I know this is the good nurse <laughs> award. Let me just shout out because I'm I'm just looking through. Um, Christian Bale and Thor Love and Thunder. He's just in a completely different movie. That's like, a great. If I'm talking about movies that like I really hated, but just a performance that I loved, he has the biggest floor to ceiling of those two. Yeah. Um, and that's probably uh, Olivia Coleman in Empire of Light. Maybe haven't seen it. Um, Never will, Pierce Brosnan in Black Adam. Nah, uh, definitely. I can't, I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah, sure. I can. I right, can. Let's give it to him. Yeah, <laughs> you got your Woo! award. You got your award. Congratulations, Eddie Redmayne. Good job by you. Congrats. I, I your scoot hog. I don't know why I can't stop thinking about that movie. It's because it's so it's so clear to me what they did <laughs> wrong, and it makes me laugh so hard. I love that. And also the fact I've, I've talked about this with both of you off mic. The fact that this story is one of the most unbelievable stories of the 21st yeah, century. A real story. That yeah. a man killed as many as 400 human beings. And a lot of people knew about it and didn't stop him. They turned that into the most boring movie of all time. Really great job. Bummer. It's really this. The award really goes to uh, the filmmakers behind the movie because they're the ones that worked harder than Redmayne to make it bad mm-hmm. you know yeah how are we feeling about worst performance in a good movie i don't have any nominees for this do you guys have any nominees i was trying to think At the movies that i enjoyed the most there weren't really any big weak links in it that i can that come to mind yeah i'm trying to see 
I know I mean, there's some I people think, who would say Michelle Williams in the Fablemans, but like I, I like dis- her. Hard disagree. Yeah. I think I, I really like her performance. I, a lot of people have beef with her nomination, but I I really I think it's I like what she's even. doing, especially because. Um, well, yes, there is definitely a uh, gender factor here where if she's because she's playing a hysterical woman that that's one of the things that people I think are more annoyed about that. I think that's definitely a driving factor. Also, she's playing like every mother figure in every Steven Spielberg movie to this point, <laughs> like kind of all in this one performance that makes it even more complicated. Just, have you ever met someone who wanted to make it in showbiz? They're over the top people. Yeah, they're they're crazy. Um, that no, that's so stupid. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have anything jumping out at me. This has definitely happened in years past. We can keep this on the docket because there's definitely been times in future year in other movie years where it's like, oh god, this yeah. movie was great, but Jesus. Christ, I mean, maybe if I part. if I had to pick something like maybe John Hamm and Top Gun, I was thinking that too. Yeah, I don't know if there's but anyone. It's not, it's not terrible. I just don't know if there's anyone who would be who you'd yeah. be like, wow, that, that's really good. Like he, just, he's, I, his lines suck. The thing is that if it wasn't John Hamm, you wouldn't think twice about that character. Right. It's just a nothing character. But since it's John Hamm, it's not. Because it, of him, more it's, yeah, it. yeah, it's just the character. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, Eddie Redmayne, on your Scoot Hog. Please Eddie. display it prominently next to your Oscar. We ask. Um. Okay. Uh, while we're in this kind of um, zone here, let's just throw out best bagel. Everything everywhere. Are you just you're making up awards here to best, just give to? More hold on. Have we watched Fleischman like? is in trouble? I just I feel like there would be. <laughs> <laughs> why would you say that? The bagel, now, the bagel in the Fablemans in the locker. <laughs> <laughs> Bagelman. Oh my god. Sammy Bagelman. Uh, best scary cloud. I'll never look at a cloud the same again. <laughs> the clouds are done. I'm excited forever. for this one next year. Can we do <laughs> yeah. uh Best best movie that did make me uh, tempted to enlist in the U.S. Navy uh, mm-hmm. after leaving the movie theater. Uh, the All quiet on the are, Western yeah. Front. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, take it to paradise because of the travel. Um, let's uh, let's power through these last I, few. Okay, ones, boys. Let me, I'll give you worst performance in a good movie really quick. I think Skarsgård in Barbarian was fine. I didn't think he was great. So, um, yeah, the, the thing I is, is the give it casting... a bad performance, though, I, he's the thing is that he's playing audiences expectations of of Alexander Skarsgård when they see him in a movie. Yeah, they get scared uh, Bill when they see him. Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, it's it's the it, the casting. It's because you, he's Pennywise. Yeah. Like you're you need to fear him. Um, yeah, I disagree with that because I actually like the choice of what he's doing because it is like first time you're watching Barbarian, you're like, I don't fucking trust this guy at all. I know. I just I don't know. I, I didn't. I I still I still don't really know what he can do. Well, I you guess. don't like clowns. So I'm scared. Chris Hemsworth in Spiderhead. <laughs> oh, wait, the, no, no, no. I have, this that movie? I, have, I have this backwards. Yeah, I this, that's do. for the other category. <laughs> OK. Uh, let us know. Write in uh, for worst performance, worst performance in a good movie. Um, okay, best lead performance. The nominees are Kate Blanchett in Tar, Daniel Craig in Glass Onion, Michelle Yeoh in Everything Everywhere All at Once, Margot Robbie in Babylon, Colin Farrell 
in the Banshees of Inishirin, Alexander Skarsgård in The Northman, and Bob Odenkirk in Better Call Saul. Man, you didn't even mention Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, shit. Nope. That's a, gr- that's My a great My best one. actor pick of the year. Um, Drew, where's your head at on this? Kaluuya's great. Tar. Yeah, I, I, th- I, if we're, I think that there's a chance that like, uh, Kate Blanchett as Lydia Tar could be viewed as like one of the best performances of the last like, of the 21st century so far. Easily, um, I think like we're not we're not overrating what she's doing as Lydia Tar, and like I love Michelle Yeoh and everything everywhere all at once. I love that. I like that. I have that movie ranked higher currently. Um, on my whenever we did our best movies of the year, I had that above Tar. But if Michelle Yeoh beats Kate Blanchett for Best Actress at the Oscars, that's just like wrong. Like it is it's, so it's like, <laughs> hard to serve Kant <laughs> in the way that it is so hard. Uh, she has depth. Uh, she lacks warmth. It's like the old, you know, the old uh, Churchill quote. I'd call you a cunt, but you lack the mm. depth in the. She she is just she's good in one billion ways. Uh, it's yeah, it's it's the performance of the last like couple of years, in my opinion. It's yeah, it's an acting achievement. Congrat- congratulations, Lydia Tar, on your Scoot Hog. Second Tar win tonight, right? We are trying to figure out where it needs to be mailed to. Um, we have a couple leads. Different. Uh, we've narrowed it down to about three places. So we will probably need a little bit of time okay. to get this to you, Lydia. Todd, right. if you have any any <laughs> any knowledge about the whereabouts of Lydia Tar, please let us know. Yeah, we we need to get this award to her. It's like Mongolia. <laughs> is that where she was? <laughs> That's that is one of the options. Yes, sure. yes, it's, it's one of them. The next award is best needle drop. The nominees are running up that hill. In Stranger Things, let down by Radiohead in The Bear, um, won't get fooled again by The Who in Top Gun Maverick, something in the way in The Batman, and uh, there are, I have multiple picks for Euphoria, including Lenny Kravitz and Steely Dan. I also have worse needle drop. If you guys want to hear those. <laughs> Oh wait, what what are those? I just want to hear them. Uh, like, Anthony Fantano. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Fantano's divorce. That um. melon <laughs> Annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Worst needle drop. Uh the nominees are Paint It Black in Black Adam. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> it's a good I wait, is there like a is there a metaphor there? <laughs> or <laughs> I don't I don't get that one. You have to explain that one to me. The uh Four different Guns N' Roses songs in Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, all of them are bad. Um, so just to just to recap, Stranger Things, The Bear, Top Gun, The Batman, and Euphoria. So it doesn't count as a needle drop if it's going into the credits, right? That's not a needle drop. Because I would it, say Glass Onion and Glass Onion is a great ooh, one. But that- that's it just does, an end credit song. It's just an song. end credit song. That's not yeah. really it's it kind of ties up the movie, but you're right, it's not a needle drop. Um 
I'm leaning towards Won't Get Fooled Again in Top Gun Maverick because I thought that we were done hearing that song in an effective way in a movie. Right. And like I that movie is that song has probably been put in more movies than I can fucking count. It's like that and Credence Clearwater for just like the most used needle drops in every fucking movie. Um, and I think it could work anymore. And then when they're just like flying around their plane and Tom Cruise zooms up in between the two of them and you can see the wind blast off of the planes. I was like, this rules. And every time I see the movie, I do get chills at that exact part. I mean, that that has a special place in my heart as a former huge fan of CSI Miami, mm-hmm. of which <laughs> is literally okay. a theme song. I I for for culture purposes, it has to be either Batman or Stranger Things. I mean, the, running up that hill. Those two was... sound drops single-handedly charted the songs. Yeah. Like, two old songs. Um, and they're well used in I, the story. Guys, can we give two fucking awards to Stranger Things? Though? No. Well, here's the <laughs> question. Can't. In Stranger Things, isn't it like more is isn't it less of a needle drop it's, and more of like a diegetic? Yes. Thing? Yeah. But well, I don't I didn't so, watch it. So, so I don't here's know. how it plays out. The character is listening to that song multiple times in the story. Diegetic. But the scene in which it it, like the climactic scene, she's not she doesn't have the headphones on. Well, it's not the original. It's not the original recording of running up that hill. It is like a like more modern yeah. produced it is it's a diegetic you're so right she has she has the head, she has the headphones on in the real world but in the in the upside down she doesn't because she it's like her ethereal being i would just rather give it to batman um which we shouldn't discount it it found a nirvana song that people apparently didn't know of yeah um my and per- it's and it fucking rocks my personal favorite uh needle drop of the year i'm not going to nominate it because i don't you know, it was just for me, but at the end of either ep three or four of Severance, when um Petey passes out in the shower and, and we think he's dead and Daydream starts playing. Oh, that's a good is, one. Is like it like that gave me goosebumps when I watched it. I don't know why. It just that song is so perfect for that moment. Uh, a lot of great ones on Severance season one. They, yeah. they they spent their money. Um, there's some great ones in uh The Boys. Uh, but I, those are like kind of like opening credits needle right. drops a lot yeah. of the time. That's the problem with a lot of these. It's like there's a lot of like cut to credits, great needle drop songs. Well, the the winner last oh, year no. was um, Licorice Pizza, um, Paul McCartney song. Yeah, yeah. Let uh, let me roll it. Uh, yeah, let me roll let it. Let me roll. So I think that that example is just like if it if it clicks into the mood of the scene to yeah. create a great movie moment. That's really what defines this category. So I think I think it's something. The, it's something in the way, darkness. or won't get food again. And I'm I'm cool with giving it to something in the way. Um, it's congratulations Ernie, it's to, to okay. the Batman, cool. Matt Reeves, Robbie Patty, Bobby Patty the Batty Daddy. Happy for you guys. on your Scoot Hog. Uh, congratulations, Nirvana on your Scoot Hog. I will uh, not be sending you to Nirvana. Where can we find Kurt? Oh. Co- Kurt Cobain? Yeah. Where can we find his address? No, I'm not sending it to Team Nirvana. Oh. It's going to Matt Reeves and oh, okay, Bobby cool. Patty. Oh. Um, oh, cutting out the artist once again. Okay, Spotify. I will, I will, I will just wave my little euphoria flag over here. 
and say that those needle drops are bangers. What was your favorite needle drop in the season of Euphoria? It Ain't Over Till It's Over by Lenny Kravitz and Dirty Work by Steely Dan instantly became like high, high, heavy rotation uh, picks on my playlist. Like I was hooked on those songs after I heard them in Euphoria. So check them out. All right. Next category is best original music slash score. The nominees are RRR, Everything Everywhere, All at Once, Babylon, Bones and All, and The Batman. Uh, it's Babylon. Uh, it's Justin Herbert's best score yet. It's Now I'm at the point that I think that score is better than the Whiplash score. Ooh, I cannot take. stop listening to that score. It's, it's score. one of my favorite scores I've ever listened to. It's amazing. That's that's it. That's that. Those are my thoughts on the Babylon score. It's perfect. I, I don't, don't want to fight you on it. Then uh, it's really good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really good. I uh, I've Justin. If all things, if Justin Hurwitz wasn't nominated for an Oscar, I was going to be so fucking livid because the music of that movie is so good. How are we feeling, Drew? Do you have any? Uh, do you want to make any kind of arguments for any of the other picks? I mean, I there? love the Bones and All score. Bones and All score is beautiful. Really, really good, Reznor and, and really Ross. different from what Reznor and Ross have done in the past. That it's such a crazy lineup of talent that they had on that movie for it to not for it to be so underwhelming. <laughs> That's the thing. It's it's, it's a so classic Candyman movie where it's just like, can we just have a do over? I just want to take the same pieces and just try again. Um, the ba- the Batman score rocks. I know, but I mean, RRR is almost like it's a musical, right? So that's tough. It, to beat i haven't i mean i haven't seen it so i'll it, it just has the one sequence but all I'll, the music's great i'll leave it up to ernie i love the sunlock score in everything ever yeah. all at once good score it's it really it, elevates that that movie. would actually be my vote um but the babylon yeah and it's also it's it's easy for that score to get lost in the fold because there's so much like coming at you in that movie yeah. but it is it is so good it, it makes a lot of the sequences like it, the the feeling that you get in a lot of that movie is because of that score but babylon man that movie is a lot it is jam-packed with music man and it is all fucking amazing and it's in your face and yeah let's do it babylon Justin Hurwitz. It's somehow uh, Chazelle's movie that's least about music and at the same time his movie that is most about music at the same time. It does have the most zooms into a trumpet. (laughs) Congratulations on your scoot hog, Team Babylon. Thank you, Justin. Next uh category is the best supporting performance <laughs> i like how we gave best lead performance before best supporting performance the nominees are steven yoon in nope Woo! nice jake gyllenhaal in ambulance yeah let's go baby kihi kwan in everything ever all at once tom hanks in elvis i can't wait for you to make the pitch <laughs> brendan gleason in the banshees of inisharan Stephanie Sue in Everything Everywhere All at Once, Jimmy Lee Curtis in Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Ray Seahorn in Better Call Saul. Pretty much a lead, a co-lead. Yeah, I was going to say, is that category fod for running Ray Seahorn and Best Supporting? Yeah, it's not it, called Better Call Kim, but she is by all intents purposes. Yeah, but I mean, co-lead. god damn, that's my favorite, one of my favorite performances I've seen in general this year. Want to shout out Dano? Oh, and 
take your pick. Yeah. yeah. Either <laughs> one. Both. Did you say uh, Dolly DeLon? No, that is a great pick. Triangle of Sadness. Yep. Tramel Tillman in Severance. Milchick. Yep. Oh, it's yes. A great one. He, awesome. ooh, That's he a star-making performance. We should have a breakthrough a breakthrough actor category. Mm. Let's do it. And it can't go to someone young. It has to go to someone that's like been around. Young. Yeah. I mean, I think that's almost more impressive is like you, you fucking earned your stripes. You were like an mm-hmm. extra on like 45 different things before you got to this. We could do it right now. We could give um, Tramel. Done. Well, give me two seconds to think about other nominees. Um, no, for breakthrough. Oh, if you want to break- create, just, oh, if we oh. want to, we are 3D printing this. We have a shop in the back. Oh my God. Jennifer, get back to work. Yeah. That's my mom. We have little Pinocchios um, working the 3D printer. <laughs> three different Pinocchios. Uh, if we're giving best breakthrough performance, I have to give a shout out to Diego Calva in yes. Babylon. That is a star making performance. He is going toe to toe with Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie and kind of owning the scenes. Yeah. Which is something. One, it's a credit to Damien Chazelle's script. And two, it's just a credit to like the fact that he is able to pull that much weight in those scenes also gabriel abel in fablements yep. yes sir i was yeah Absolutely. i was looking up his name right now he's awesome he's one of my favorite performances the whole year yeah i'll say it he's really good i mean it's it's a tall order the whole the, the whole spielberg. movie rides on him in a spielberg movie i i worry for his future because i genuinely seems like he's like five feet tall yeah <laughs> he's a short king. but also spielberg is guy. so good at manipulating perspective that yeah, like he can do it in in the beginning in like the first half of the movie, it feels like he's like eight feet tall, and then the second half, when he goes to high school, he's like a foot. He's tiny. He's it's just like so he's cool. fucking Sasquatch. It's so funny. Just... Um. All right, so we're doing a spinoff award to Tramel Tillman for Severance for breakthrough performance. Congratulations. Okay. On your scoot hog. Um. We good with that? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And then best supporting performance. What are we feeling? Um. Best supporting. It's hard to not say Kiyu Kwan. The only reason why I don't want to say him, to be perfectly honest, is because he's going to win the Oscar. But that feels unfair to him. I mean, if you're talking about just like, like comeback player of the year is like a big thing in like sports awards and stuff like that. And he had the biggest comeback player of the year campaign it's like, I've ever seen in my life. It's like, like it's, it's Geno Smith. He was he was like literally just he was, done. Yeah, he was done. He was nothing. He was the guy on um what was the movie that there was a oh it was fuck what, what was the movie going around where he had just fully become an action like an acting coach of teaching people like a, like a stunt coordinator role he, he worked on the matrix it was it wasn't in the matrix it was a movie more recently than that no, i can't remember I there was know. like a video of him going around but regardless like he had stopped acting at this point he could not get acting gigs and so he just had to do whatever odd hollywood jobs whatever odd work he could to stay in it. So for that reason, I kind of still have to give it to Kiyu Kwan. Like it's a comeback story for the ages. Steven Yeun. Steven Yeun's so good. He's so good. He gets my vote. It's one of my, I, you know, you guys know how I feel about him in that performance. I want to give it to Steven Yeun. Okay. That's I'm, I'm so happy with this. Cause again, Nope is going to get no love from anything. And, uh, he's one of my favorite actors alive. When, uh, Whenever I rewatch that movie, I always lock into him. Everything he's doing is just so fucking. He's epic. Adds, yeah, he he's, adds the depth to the movie. Oh, incredible! Congratulations, Stephen Yoon, Jordan Peele, Team Nope on your Scoot Hog. All right, next category is best theatrical experience. The nominees are Glass Onion, 
everything everywhere all at once nope top gun maverick barbarian and ticket to paradise i'd like to nominate I, jackass yeah oh that's right yes you mentioned here's this the last thing week. german i have to agree with you that uh jackass forever is my pick here one other pick um minions rise of Gru. Okay, Gentle Minions was... The Gentle Minions, I mean, we're talking about, that was a sensation. Um, if, if I like that movie at all, then... That was great. Um, the most fun I had in a movie theater this year, though, um, was Jackass Forever. That was just right. a fucking blast in the theater. I am overwritten, then. Yeah, get the fuck... What were you going to have? What was your most fun in the theater? I mean, Glass Onion... Like, I mean, it was, it was a great time. <laughs> I don't great even know <laughs> if I would have liked that movie as much as I did if we hadn't all just been on that wavelength. I watched it at home and it did not play as well. Yeah. <laughs> and watching that movie coming out of it, I was like, oh, it's like one of the funniest movies I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Um, but also, I mean, you should make more comedies and put them in theaters. Obviously, Barbarian. Like, that movie is just. Mm-hmm. It just kind of knocks you on your ass. Top Gun Maverick, a movie that we all saw together. Incredible. And yeah. Incredible. All right. Congratulations to Jackass on your scoot hog. Congratulations. Do not Knoxville. stick it up any body parts. It's going up the ass. Yeah. No, do not do that. It's not for that. Okay. You don't do that. Fingers and butts, sticks and butts. Fingers and butts, scoots and butts. The next category is best television episode. The nominees are the Better Call Saul series finale, the rehearsal episode four. Yeah. The Fielder Method. The Fielder Method. Yeah. The Bear episode seven review, the Barry season three finale, and the, uh, oh, Andor episode 10 and the Severance season finale. You know, make your pitch for severance drew no 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 go ahead um for me severance season finale is incredible um but uh i think i mentioned it on the pod where we talked about that that i watched the episode not realizing that, that was the finale so i was like oh my god what's the finale gonna yeah. be like and then that was just it <laughs> the and i was next like one you ended on seven episodes what kind of fucking psycho does that um so for me it's between also, I have to mention the Atlanta series finale and the Atlanta episode, the 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 Tyler Perry episode. Just a top five, six episode of Atlanta ever. Mr. Chocolate. Mr. Chocolate. <laughs> it's just <laughs> fucking God tier. Um, so between that, the Fielder Method, and then the Better Call Saul finale. Better Call Saul finale. I mean, it's I kind of... as you can get. You know what? I want to give it to the BCS finale because we're never going to get another chance to give that show its due, and uh, that show's special. And I and love it, it also ended the Breaking Bad. Yeah, it was it, like another ending to Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's the perfect coda. It's incredible. I it's perfect. You could have that. No, yeah, no contest. All right, okay. congratulations, Bob Odenkirk, Peter Gould, and uh, Vince. I guess. Yeah. Ray Seahorn, the whole team on your scoot hog. All right. We have arrived at the end of the night for our final two awards. Oh, man. All right. Winner of the year. Who won the year? 
I will say last year we gave this award to HBO Max. Yeah. And look how that turned out. Tough. Tough year for well, them. But I mean, it was a great year for them. Last year, they they did win the year. And now, they didn't at all. Um, maybe not. <laughs> the nominees are Colin Farrell for starring in not one, not two, not three, but four great films mm-hmm. and killing it every time. A24 for the absolute monster success of Everything Everywhere All at Once. And like a million other movies. Yeah. After Sun, you know, take your pick. Tom Cruise for saving cinema with Single the film. Single handedly brought cinema back from Top the Top Gun Maverick. Harry Styles for imploding an entire <laughs> campaign. He did do it. And walking away scot free and then with no repercussions in the aftermath of all this playing two weeks straight of sold out shows at Madison Square Garden. Honestly, kind of incredible. That that is some king (laughs) shit right there. You got to just give it to the guy. Where are we at on Harry's house? Uh, It's good. Wasn't uh, mentioned on any. (laughs) I said no, I said I I mentioned it in my uh, my honorable mentions. It's in the twenties for me. I, I like it. I actually prefer the fine line to Harry's house, which I think is a hot take. Really, I I think it seems like most. I mean, it, it, at least critically, like no one, no actual critic is going like, "Hey, Harry's house." But people were genuinely saying some shit about. Fine I really line. like fine line. I actually really really like fine line. Harry's house is really good too. And who are your other winners? Nathan Fielder. <laughs> for, for being our pretend daddy and duping HBO into giving him what's seemingly a James Cameron level budget. Um, how's James Cameron on your list? He bet on himself for You're a right. decade and a half. And right, he, big Jim. He won. He's got to be on here. He did it. Big he Jim. did. He made a promise to all of us and he did it. Um, and for that reason, I have to give it to Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> like we cannot underestimate that. Like, Movie theaters are bad, especially for like older generations. People are just kind of out on the movies. And since then, like my mom has been keeping tabs on like movies and like what's coming out in theaters because she's just like, I had a fun time at the movie theaters going to see Top Gun Maverick. Incredible. Like, and did it. we are now in one of the biggest January booms in recent memory between yeah. like Megan, Skinnamarink, uh, Plane, which is like a little Plane. bit of a hit. Like, Movies are back, and I think that we have Tom Cruise to thank for it. Congratulations, Thomas Cruise, on your... Drew, do you have any any, any contest for winner of the year? No. Okay. It has to be Tom. It has to be Tom. I think dude. he won the year. The movies were... He, guess what? He has another fucking banger of a the, movie coming out this year. The, movie, the movies were almost done. They wanted to put it straight to Paramount+. Plus. He said, no fucking way. And he did it. Yeah. Everyone saw it. Everyone loved it. It's nominated for Best Picture. Incredible. Drew, that, made, that makes you so happy. Your hero. Guy you really admire. He did a great job. Yeah. He did. The final award is the honestly visually stunning award. Real quick. Do you remember last year when it was like hour three of the pod and I like vehemently argued that uh, that we had to give it to the Green Knight over Dune? Which we did. Which we did. I won. I won that. It turns out if you talk enough, then you can really no, win anything. It was terrible. I actually, I learned a lot from uh, Republicans this year. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. 
in the Senate. In the 15th um, vote for the House, yeah. it was given to the Green Knight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is a visually stunning movie. Like, I don't, I don't disagree with that, but, you know, ain't got no worm. The nominees for Honestly Visually Stunning Award of 2022 in the year 2023 are RRR, Everything Everywhere, All at Once, Babylon, Nope, Top Gun Maverick, 3,000 Years of Longing, All Quiet on the Western Front, Elvis, Ambulance, The Northman. It's, it's visually. Avatar, The Way of Water. And decision to leave. Ernie, do you want to make your pitch for Avatar The Way of Water? And watch he fun? created a whole world. Just a photorealistic dream world of water that's, and whales that's good, that's and good creatures. And it looks real, even though it's all computer generated. It's incredible. It's visually stunning. It's an achievement. Drew, what's your pick? Nope. It's my favorite movie of the year. Uh, it looks incredible. It looks big. It looks like cinema. Mm. I, this has been a good year for the Honestly Visually Stunning Award. I, it's a packed category. It's, it's, this is one of the first categories that we ever came up with. What were some of the winners in the past? I know Green Knight last year. First Cow, The Lighthouse, mm. Spider-Verse. So you get some different things there. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm being true to myself and what makes me like the most in theory, I said like, honestly, it was visually stunning. It was Avatar The Way of Water. I what Jim what Big Jim did there is like it, it the way we have to think back to 2009 when Avatar first came out and that kind of changed what you could do with a movie and I feel like Jim kind of did it again with this that like movies are just going to be trying to emulate the Avatar Way of Water thing. I was watching um I was watching basketball last night or night before and they multiple times kept playing the <laughs> The Ant-Man Quantumania trailer, which looks like shit. It looks like a bad movie. Yeah, embarrassing. Can't wait to watch that movie and detest it. Um, but it was so funny watching the trailer because they kept doing the thing where they're like, they tried to really emphasize, see this movie in 3D, where they're like, man, Ant-Man's coming through the black lines Whoa, on the top and the with bottom. With a Heineken. Whoa. Um, and that's all because of Avatar The Way of Water being such a 3D sensation. Because that movie... Everybody wants to go out and see it multiple times and see it in the highest quality possible. Every other movie is going to try to get people to come out and do it. Some people succeed. Most people won't, um, especially in the case of Marvel, because I can't wait for people to go see Ant-Man after seeing Avatar. And they're like, wow, everything's uh, red and beige. Um, Everything's kind of gray. I don't know. The thing thing about (laughs) Avatar is that like, when you see this movie on the big screen, there there's a point where you just fully you just fully forget yeah. that you're watching something that is completely created in a computer. Like I, you just you you are so in it into it, you're completely captivated that you you just you're in it. You are never thinking I'm watching a computer thing. 
It when, looks incredible. Whenever uh, the trailer first came out and people on Twitter were like losing their minds over the hand with the water, that like one shot pulling on the rope thing. Guy just like we were watching it together and I was like, oh, you know, that doesn't like look that good. It's just like, you know, like I've seen that before. It's just like motion capture. I'm like, no, it's not, though. That's <laughs> the thing is that it's just com- it's a fucking computer that did that. That's well, what's the insane. thing the thing is, is that it's both. Well, yeah, we're going yeah, yeah, to we're, we're going to discover more about like how the technology works as time goes on because they invented a lot of shit for this movie. Like they pioneer a lot of new technology. So yeah. Congratulations. Big Jim. Big Jim. You didn't go home empty handed. Congratulations. Payakan. Our favorite. Tulkun. Congratulations. You are a king. Congratulations. Papyrus as a font. Um, And, Ryan Gosling for bringing to our attention that Avatar does use the font papyrus. Thank you very much. Um, and that's the Wabamis. We have congratulations, a s- Andrea Riseborough, um, who made a last minute campaign. We have a special uh, bonus category this year. This is like oh. as the credits are rolling and people are like getting. Is this the cut for time that it's yeah. just not coming out? This okay. is the uh, the Lee Pace is six foot five lifetime achievement award for the discovery of the year. So this is when we get to share our first time viewings of 2022. Um, what did we what did we like? Was it King of the Hill? <laughs> For a third year in a row, your discovery is King of the Hill. <laughs> it's really good, guys. It's a good show. And every year is a, it's a new it's a new first. <sighs> you launch. watch a new episode and then I got to say the Sopranos. Oh, did you finish it? Yep. Nice. Early, early in 2022. Nice. Um, incredible. Um, a couple shows that I can give a shout out to that I feel like I would never get a chance to shout out otherwise. One is Home Movies. Do you guys ever watch Home Movies? A little bit, yeah. Um, I never watched that show as a kid because I was like, oh, this looks cheap. Um, but it's like absolutely incredible. It's so funny. It's kind of known mostly now as being the show that um uh H. John Benjamin, like his first show. Yeah. Um but really d- incredible. Brandon Small, incredible. Uh, and then Joe Para uh, went through a whole Joe Para deep dive whenever I was just looking for more like Nathan type Nathan right. or uh, John Wilson related content. Uh, and I just love Joe Para. I've now multiple times put on Joe Para talks you to sleep uh, whenever I just need a time to unwind down. It's just Joe Great Pera just talking about stuff. Love that guy. Um. I will be sharing my top 22 first time viewings list on letterbox. So people can check out my full list. My favorites are Roman holiday, the Gregory Peck, Audrey Hepburn movie, Uh, obviously singing in the rain, which I mentioned just perfection. Actually, no, I think I watched that in 2023, like early, early this. I can't remember. I have to check the logs. Uh, Jerry Maguire amazing movie so good uh our our uh robin williams series the birdcage yeah incredible movie Mm -hmm. one of my like all-time favorites now uh and also goodwill hunting um i also realized i'd never seen the royal tenenbaums I went Ooh, to that's wow. a great one. That's went, like one of the top tier yeah, Anderson. I went to a, a screening at the Enzion. They played it on 35 millimeter film. And I sat there and watched it and I realized I had never seen this movie before. Mm. And it was amazing. Incredible. It's so, so good. And uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Stanley Kubrick. 
finally got around Love to it. Movie. Incredible movie. It's so weird up. movie. It's weird it's a movie about movie. Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman's divorce. Yeah. Um, it's so good. I love um, it. Also, Carol, starring um, oh, yeah. previous Wabami winner, Kate Blanchett. Nice. Really, really unique movie. The Sixth Sense. Finally got around to that one. Wow. I'd never seen it before. Amazing movie. And uh, The Empty Man. Oh, so nice. there's a yeah. movie that like has Indie been creeping. hit like two years ago. Yeah, it, it kind of the pandemic like destroyed that movie's release. Like the the acquisition of Fox by Disney plus the pandemic like buried that mm-hmm. movie. And so it'd been like creeping up over the last couple of years. Like people are finally seeing it. Very unique movie, like very kind of thought provoking, weird horror movie. Uh, definitely recommend it. Nice. So yeah, is that it? Are um, we done? No. Couple other quick movies. Um, I'll be like two seconds with these. Uh, Chunking Express, um, the uh, Wong Kar Wai film. Watched for the first time this year. I need to do Wong Kar Wai. A perfect movie. Yeah. I no notes. Perfect. Um, a simple plan. I went on a little bit of the Sam Raimi run in anticipation for Doctor Strange, and every Sam Raimi movie that I watched leading up to Doctor Strange was better than the Doctor Strange movie. Who would have thought? Um, I also, uh, I didn't finish my watch through, but I tried to do a little bit of a reinvestigation to Terrence Malick this year, earlier on the year. I Yeah, saw, I remember you were attempting that. I saw a uh, Tree of Life whenever I was definitely way too young, and I was like, this is a pretentious piece of shit. Um, and turns out that I was 14, and that's why Terrence Malick doesn't make movies for 14-year-olds. Uh, Days of Heaven is my favorite of his movies that he made. Um, nobody has like ever shot the plains of Midwest America and make it look as goddamn beautiful as Terrence Malick did. So uh, shout out there. And they'll also shout out uh, one last thing to a movie that I know you just checked out for the first time. Labyrinth. I also checked out in 2022. It, it was um, on. I was in the room Labyrinth while it rules. was playing. Labyrinth fucking rules. Jennifer Connelly is a uh, little babe is um, that movie's on drugs. Really, really good. People David did Bowie some fucking is, drugs in those days, It's a man. Jim Henson movie. Are you kidding me? Of course. Like that fantastic world. The shit rocks. My biggest one is this is the year that I really got into Seinfeld. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Which is, yeah, it's it's an elite show. If you didn't like it as a kid, give it a shot as an adult. Holds up incredibly well. Yeah. It does. Um, uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Uh, oh my god that's i've been meaning people were talking about that i've been meaning to get into i believe it's on amazon yeah you've you've seen uh meme formats from it and you don't even realize what it's from it's it's very british barry yeah matt barry uh richard iowade i i believe not only uh wrote it but i I think he he had like a, a either like a writing role or something yeah just a ton of like british comedy titans and it's when they were like mega young um and it's you know it's like shoestring budget super over the top uh like parody of like 80s horror very it's so so good it's so good like uh top top tier um a bunch of really bad reality shows uh tank uh, watch a lot of Shark Tank. A lot of Shark Tank. I finally got around to watching the Black Museum episode of Black Mirror this year, which is great. Uh, it's a good one. Yeah, I-, I loved it. I think that show's coming back this year. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh jeez. <sighs> Man, it's we crazy how you can like trace it getting like going downhill from the moment that Netflix acquired it and right, just right, immediately right, right. dropped in quality. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Thank you, boys, for another great Wabamis. Good Wabamis. Can we get a what's account looking like? I know we we, we really spread the love this year. Um, felt like we like ev- nothing. I mean, Top Gun. Like I think Top four. Gun. I'll I'll post it. I'll post it later. I'll, I'm going to do a, a post on the website. Okay. About it, and uh, I'll count it up. But yeah, I think I think Thomas Cruz and you know the Church of Scientology walked away with the Congratulations, most. Congratulations, the uh, the city of Clearwater. Yeah. This is going to be great for business. Yeah, uh, we we are within throwing distance. We can just we can just lob these over. From I here. might I might go in a hotel tonight tonight and just yeah. like just pop on over there. Thank you, uh, Scoop McNary, for providing your likeness as always. Thank you, Scoop, and thank you to all the winners. Congratulations, uh, and thank you to all. Guys, we forgot the biggest award of the night. It is the Scoot McNary Award for best use of Scoot in a film this year. And it oh. goes to Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Congratulations, Lyle, wow. for winning the big for winning the true Scoot Hog. Yeah. Man. Wow. You're right. Congratulations Couldn't to forget about uh, that Sean Mendez uh, for making a movie that uh, <laughs> my wife and I, uh, Gaia, who like children's movies turn off within 15 minutes. Oh, incredible. Um, what an achievement. And then I said, we have to see more Scoot. And I skipped ahead to watch some Scoot scenes. <laughs> and then, and then Sean started singing again. And I was like, nope. And we skipped ahead a little bit more. And then we stopped and we went to bed. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. <laughs> Please rate, review, subscribe, like, and comment. And let us know what you thought of all our picks. Thank you all you donors for donating. Become a donor at webottomike.net next week shall we say should we keep it a surprise what we're doing um should we let them know you might want to brush up on your mike myers history we have a very special episode next week and Uh, not the good ones it's a doozy so stay tuned and we love you take care bye-bye bye